This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. Expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Defenders of the Earth. Defenders. The Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday, and with me, as always, my co-host, but we're not brothers, Nick Mason. <laughs> you've, you've said that, and I think that, that is going to cause people to... To ask more questions. Why? Actually. No, I'm just clarifying. If anybody's listening for the first time and they thought that we were brothers, okay. and they just know that we're not brothers. We're not blood related and we're okay. not brothers in the sense that we get along really well. Oh, no. We're yeah. not even bros? No, we're not bros. Are we any way related to bros? The, um... Yes, we're both big fans of bros. <laughs> great. Yeah, if, if that's okay with you. What a tremendous start to this podcast. Great. Well, I think we are literally brothers. <laughs> and who are you going to believe? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of those situations where, like, who is it? Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson might be brothers, but they're not going to check. Yeah, it's, it's one of those situations. Absolutely, it's Schrodinger's cat, but we might be brothers. So That's whatever. Right. Yeah, oh, sure. Excellent. What Ma- a terrific start. I agree. <laughs> this week we're going to be talking about the Marvels. If you do want to skip to that, Collins who edits this, he leaves time codes below. Uh, but we've got a bunch of stuff to get to in the news before that. Not the regular news. This is new. This is movie like media news, mm. just so people know. Yeah. Uh, what do we got here? And we've got a we've got a particular. I think we've got a particular chemistry that could only really be evident in two brothers, <laughs> two men who are literally brothers. I don't think so. Mm. I think this could be replicated easily by anybody. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. AI could do it. Yep. It, yes. Maybe that's what's happening right now. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we're going to talk about the end of the actors' strike. 
Huzzah! We're going to be talking about uh, what is going on with Warner Brothers cancelling another big movie. What is going on? What is going on? We've got a release date for Superman Legacy. We've got Bob Iger talking about Marvel and how like maybe things aren't very good at the moment. Oh, yeah. We've got, uh, how to get that impression, yeah. Bob Iger. We've got a big time rumour. From uh, with Kevin Feige moving over to Star Wars. We've got a bunch of MCU delays. Ooh. Big shift around. We've also got trailers for Avatar, The Last Airbender, and Ghostbusters, Frozen, Boring City. Then we've oh, got... No. Nah, is we'll this, talk about no, it. No, I think this is this is a better segment. This isn't just look at a trailer. This is James's opinion on the Ghostbusters franchise. That it sucks. Whoa. <laughs> that it largely sucks. Wow. And it's not even that it sucks. I hate everybody who likes it. Yeah. That's probably more accurate. Even your brother? Yes. <laughs> So we're gonna talk. Uh, Zelda's gonna get some hot. You're gonna, you're gonna get yourself in hot water. Get that, but that's perfect because it's a frozen empire. Very you can true. Throw out that frozen empire. You could, but with you all that hot water. You're no, you don't want to throw it. hot water straight on a on a frozen empire because you'll actually break it. You'll yeah, crack right. it like a windscreen. Okay. Yeah. okay, well then I'll add some tepid opinions. I would love that. Yeah. Uh, so Zelda's getting a movie apparently, mm. and Jeremy Allen White doing a comic book movie maybe? I think definitely not because he burned all his bridges, <laughs> he it did, seems. didn't he? Yeah. We'll talk about that. Anyways, this is by THR. After a grueling 118 days on strike, so this happened like the week before Barbie and Oppenheimer came out, mm. sag after has officially reached a tentative agreement on a three-year contract with studios, a move that is heralding the end of the 2023 actors' strike. Now, apparently a big sticking point for this was the studios wanted... Uh, we don't have all the details as of yet at time of recording. That will slowly trickle out over the next few days and weeks. Yeah, that's but right. the big sticking point was the studio wanted to do a bunch of AI stuff. Yes. They were saying, um, listen, we want to <laughs> scan people for free and use them yeah, for yeah, free yeah. forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. actors were like, we'd rather you didn't. And it's they getting... said, well, but we want to, though. Yeah, it's getting too difficult to get a bunch of people in a room and have them stand around. What if we want to change the number of people in a room? Exactly. We'd have to get some of you, more of you in or take some of you out and mm-hmm. then film mm-hmm. it again. I think eventually they'll get to the point where they can just AI generate random people. That's, mm. that's probably how they're going to get around this yeah. <laughs> at some point. But yeah. this is a really good move, especially for, because they're talking about like resurrecting dead actors mm. without families' permissions, which may have happened in The Flash recently. We don't know I that. Mean, <laughs> yeah. We don't know that. Because didn't George Reeve like have no surviving family? As far or as I know, yeah. So Warner Brothers just own him, do they? Yep, so if, own, if, yep. no, if, no, if you don't have any family, the studio, Warner Brothers can the have you. can keep you. Yeah, if, if you're in the public interest and you don't have any family, Warner Brothers will just be like, we'll have this. Yeah, that's ours. Yeah. You're, yeah, yeah. you're ours. Yeah. yeah. But you're in good hands because we're Warner Brothers. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, so this is, I mean, this is great news, really, like in general. And I, I know like as part of this, and we haven't really touched on it, but a lot of businesses like in the movie industry have suffered greatly because of this, mm. like production studios and like special effects houses and all of these different things. Some of them been, have been shuttered because of the craft the lack services. of work, craft services, et cetera. But I think, you know, people realise this, but this is the studio's fault. Yeah. This isn't like the actors being like, you know, making this happen. I'd the, like a third mansion, please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was the, they, you know, like anybody, they're entitled to make money and a livable wage Yeah, what they were – and, and as a lot of, you know, a lot of people on the picket line were saying, it isn't about, you know, we all focus on the big names and the A-list celebrities yeah. and stuff like that. They, they, you know, I'm sure some of them want more money, but a lot of them were striking for the people who yeah. were at the bottom kind exactly. of thing. And, you know, it's... We've, Which we've, is most actors. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've talked, you know, because 99% of the people in a movie are mm. the, the, you know, the little guys. And a lot of people started out 
as background extras. Ben and then they got and they Matt got Matt Damon talking. Yeah, about they it, got yeah. a line, and yeah. then they got another line, and then somebody saw it. And they did then, a crypto ad. Exactly. Matt Damon. <laughs> That's right. Exactly right. Which I love, by the way. Yeah. No. 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 James. He did that Bourne sequel where there was an app. Oh yeah. It was taking over the world or something. That's right. And then he did the crypto. It was Facebook ad. but evil. Yeah. Facebook but evil. <laughs> um. But yeah, but if if they go, well, we need some background. We're going to get a comment that says, uh, Facebook is evil. That's the joke. No, I think it's cool. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. I know you think it's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why you're no brother of mine, but go on. Uh, I was going to say, uh, but if, if they're AI generating all their background extras, yeah. then who's going to get the line? Background extras mm. that are AI guys? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there but you again, go. as we've oh. talked about, I don't think... I don't think places like Warner Brothers and, and Disney want stars anymore. No. Because they have to pay stars and... They want, have demands they want brands that they can cycle actors through, yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so not even actors as well, just like, oh, yeah. like Luke Skywalker now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever's Luke Skywalker now. Yeah. Whatever amalgamation of, of men and technology. <laughs> put that, Dead men <laughs> and technology, put yes. Put that together. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, by variety, Christopher Nolan had this to say about the whole thing. He said, part of the craziness with the labour negotiations. No, no, James, he flung his scarf over his shoulder. Part, part of the craziness with the labor <laughs> negotiations this summer has been the studio. Labor negotiations. <laughs> has been the studio sitting there and going, going, well, we can't pay you because we don't have enough money. To which the answer is, well, you don't have enough money because you're not managing your business correctly. Which also, I don't think is, I mean, they're not managing their business correctly. They do have enough money. Yeah. I just want to clarify that. You're, you're not getting the same amount of money for your product that you were before. The shift to streaming has disrupted the entire industry and created problems for everybody. And I think that's absolutely right. And we're seeing that because. We're seeing with subscription services as well, like they're collapsing or combining or like Warner Brothers. Or charging Or charging more. more for less content. Like Warner Brothers recently put all this Zack Snyder and DC movies onto Netflix, you know, because basically acts as an advertisement for whatever upcoming movies and streaming um. services they have. And Disney are now moving some properties over there. But not, not going to be the mainline stuff. It's more just like, I don't know, do you want fucking Willow? Yeah, you can have it. You know, so. <laughs> Is somebody getting Willow? I don't know. Okay, somebody then. should probably get Willow, yeah. the TV series. So, yeah. Mm. I mean, we're probably going to come back to this in three years. Like, this is there's a very good chance this will all happen again. Mm, no, absolutely. It'll kick off in Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that, that is the nature of it, isn't it? That yep. they'll, they'll attempt to sneak all the stuff in the next time. So. Technology will change and you need to have new rules and regulations. Like, because yeah. like, a year ago, like, this AI stuff was like, not really yeah. a, a big deal. And I've heard from reputable sources that in the next three years they're finally going to get a working prototype for smell vision Oh, my God. And what if, you know, Warner Brothers just takes your stink, your unique, your unique stink? <laughs> my stink. Yeah, your stink. I love my stink. That's right. Nobody else loves no, it. Everybody hates it. <laughs> everybody hates it, but they're going to use it to clear people out of the movie theatre after the, you know. Surly teens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just shuffle them into the foyer. That's right. Oh my goodness. Oh, God. Uh, what are we doing, Mr. Basically? Sunday's eau de toilette. <laughs> I just want to clarify, I don't smell like a toilet, mate. Sometimes I smell, like you smell a, like a toilet. I smell like a normal man mm. who fell in the toilet. <laughs> but somehow your entire body went yeah, in the toilet. Like, I went to get out and I slipped and yeah. I went upside down in yeah. the other end, yeah. Uh, anyway, this is my THR. So you probably heard about this movie, but Warner Brothers. No, I don't know. Just listen. Oh. <laughs> just listen, Mason. How would I know, James? <laughs> Use that brotherly intuition that we have or don't have. <laughs> Can't remember. Uh, so there was a John Cena live action animation hybrid. Uh, there is movie at Warner Brothers yeah. that they made. It's called Cody versus Acme, and it's based on Ian Fraser's Coyote v Acme, a humor article published in the New Yorker in 1990, which is basically 
the Wiley Coyote taking legal action against Acme because all of the gadgets he bought to like trap the Roadrunner. Roadrunner like backfired and like you know he got hit by a giant fly swat and, yeah, yeah. and whatever. And they yeah. just sent back an, an email that says user issue, <laughs> skill issue, skill issue, yeah, user error. Get good. Yeah. Um. So this was greenlit as a HBO film and it was also considered as a theatrical release. Uh, the cost of it was sixty to eighty million dollars. James Gunn because he's a big fan of like the, the Looney Tunes and, and all of that. Maybe he was. Yeah. James Gunn produced the feature and he worked on the story. Of this, so this is a James Gunn who's currently running the DCU for Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. had a big hand in this movie, and John, John starring John Cena. John Cena. Yeah. Anyways, it's no. They're doing, they're doing <laughs> the they're doing the Batgirl they're, they again. They Batgirled it. They are. They are. Uh, I hope that becomes the general term for it. They yeah. Batgirled it. They're just, um, yeah, just just writing off for tax reasons because they get thirty million dollars back or something like yep, that. Yep, thirty million dollars. So apparently, uh, they're going to save on marketing costs. So they, if this was to go out to cinemas or streaming, it would cost thirty to fifty million dollars in marketing. And then, if they never release it, then they can have thirty million dollars. Um, the f- like, yeah, I've never released it. Give me thirty million dollars. <laughs> just like. Completely creatively bankrupt, Absolutely. bankrupt, artless ghouls. Yeah, yeah. Just and again, the the idea, the idea that you get a you get a household name in John Cena, who's, who's in it. Yeah, it's a recognizable property. Apparently, it looks like they the the crew released a, a reel of like various sort of stunts in progress, yep. like a lot of live action stuff. It looked really good. The, the guy who did the score released is like, well, you never hear you'll never hear any of this. So here's some of the score yeah, that yeah. I did for this movie. And again. Produced and co-written by James Gunn, yep. who's, who's got the ear of David Zaslav, presumably, and even then, it's not coming out. Yeah, which again, it's gonna it's gonna cause people to go. If if anybody has a choice, they're just not going to work with Warner Brothers. Yeah, exactly. Well, why would you? I mean, Christopher Nolan's talking about going back to Warner Brothers, but that's why he he left for like. Mm. Well, not after they not after the way they treat his precious lunatic tunes. <laughs> it's true. Mm. My goodness. Yeah, so the director of this, Dave Green, he had this to say. For three years, I was like, three years. Yeah. I was lucky enough to make a movie about Wiley Coyote, the most persistent, passionate, and resilient character of all time. I was surrounded by a brilliant team who poured their souls into this project for years. We're all determined to honor the legacies of these historic characters and actually get them them right. Along with along for the ride, we embraced the test audiences who rewarded us with fantastic scores. I'm beyond proud of the final product and beyond devastated by Warner Brothers' decision. But in the spirit of Wiley Coyote, resilience and persistence win the day. So yeah, the other thing is apparently this tested incredibly well. Yeah. Like because they're showing it to people because it's mostly finished. Like yeah. it is a movie that they filmed and have scored and yeah. did most of the special effects and, and animation. And the director for. says there as well, this is the one where he finally kills the Roadrunner. And don't you all want to see that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And he does it just with a with a with a spade. <laughs> he beats his head in with a spade. I love that, Mason. Yeah, pretty cool, right? So he's a uh, one director who spoke about this, but there's a bunch of people who talked about uh, who have seen this. Brian Duffield, who directed uh, recently, No One Will Save You. Yeah, we talked about that Hulu, one. Hulu Disney Plus. Um, I've seen this movie and it's excellent. It also tested in the high nineties repeatedly. It also had interested buyers. The people working at Warner Brothers are anti art, and I hope multiple anvils drop on their heads. Nice. So the other thing is, it's really weird that like there is a good chance, and you never know with movies. Obviously, mm. there's a good chance that this could have done very well. Yeah, mm. and. I just like the idea to like they're still going to lose money on it. They're still losing yeah, money on this, regardless. Exactly but right. they had the opportunity to to not do that yeah. and took this. A lot of people have said this, and I think there is some merit to it. They've said, "Well, if the taxpayer is paying for this, if the taxpayer is giving Warner Brothers money for this, yeah, absolutely, they should just it should just go into the public domain." Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't that YouTube. insane that like that is the state of the world where it's like, "Well, we're not going to release this. Release this. I'm going to take thirty million dollars from mm. people." But it's like, but it's okay because David Zaslav is 
He's getting rich off this. Oh, I mean, he God. was rich. Yeah. He's getting richer. Richer. Yeah, and I think that's important. Yeah. That an already rich man gets rich <laughs> by destroying other people's art forever, locking it away, <laughs> deleting it, whatever it is. I, I think that's cool. God, I mean, I know people have said this, but could somebody please like this? That would be incredible. That would be really good. Yeah, I would love that. Also, Warner Brothers have a... Uh, like a Looney Tunes animation coming out movie. They've got a Daffy and Donald, a Daffy and Porky Pig movie or some oh, shit coming okay. out. So it's weird that like this is the one that they're canceling. Yeah, because like, this is the you think would be the bigger one, right? It's got John Cena in it's it. Got John Cena. Mm. So there you go. Fun things happening <laughs> every day, Mason. Love that. Yeah. Very very good. Yeah, very good. Well, here's something that is good, I guess. Superman Legacy has a confirmed release date of July 11th, 2025. Well, I'm not going to believe it until I see it that release date within the Superman font yeah. on a blue background. Don't don't look online, Mason. Okay. You're going to look like a right fool. Okay. But if everybody could tweet out Mason that image, that would be cr- uh, terrific. Yeah, at yeah, yeah. Tag, tag me in it. Yeah, <laughs> if it exists, which it doesn't. <laughs> Uh, so, so that, you'll never find it. What's that? A year and a half, a bit, a bit more yeah. than a year and a half away. So that's that's something that he's obviously like a lot of the casting and that happened uh, prior to the actor strike, and like the writing of it was like he, he was well ahead on that yeah. for for quite a while. So that one is one of the few movies that it's so far out, not that far out, but so it's so far out, brother. so far out where it's like they can like there's enough room to like to make that release date. I think they were talking about filming in January last time I heard. Okay. So yeah, that would that would make sense to me, Mason. Now THR, they spoke to Bob Iger and Bob Iger said, um, there's been a drop in quality. Was the um there? Yeah. Really? Um, oh. <laughs> we ambushed him outside his house. Uh, so he said in addition you, the, can, you, you could see him deciding whether to hit his panic button <laughs> or to answer the question. He went, uh <laughs> At the time the pandemic hit, we were leaning into the huge increase of how much we were making, and I've always felt that quality can be actually a negative when it comes to quantity. Wait, do you mean the other way around? Yes. Quantity, so it can be actually a negative when it comes to quantity. I don't feel like you thought that at all. I think he thinks that now. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true, yeah. I (laughs) Uh, think, but I mean, he's... He was retired for some of this. I should point out yeah. for a couple of years. Mm. Um, but yeah, and he, and he said, I think that's exactly what happened. We lost some focus. So apparently, yeah, the idea is, and we're going to be talking about some release dates in a minute, but that they're pulling back on a bunch of yeah. MCU stuff. I absolutely think, though, and we've talked about this before, but I absolutely think that he went, oh, so so you made Endgame and it made a billion dollars. Yeah. Why can't you just release three of those in a year? Yeah, exactly. And then you, we'd make $3 billion. Yeah, think about it. Think idiots. about it. Idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Just churn them out. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> mm. If you don't, you're fired, by the way. Exactly. They'll fire you all. Yeah. Because infinite growth. Infinite growth, exactly. Mm. And let's talk about the MCU, Mason, because there's been a bunch of shifts happening. So Deadpool Shift 3. happens. That's right. <laughs> which is resuming production. Mm. Uh, it's moving from May 3rd, 2024 to July 26, 2024. Okay. Now, originally, I think okay. the idea was that Captain America 4 was going to move up to that date, but Captain America 4 is now being delayed mm. quite a long time from July 26, 2024 to February 14th, 2025. Okay. So that means we're only, okay. we're only getting one MCU movie next year, and that's Deadpool, Deadpool 3. Deadpool 3, right. Yeah. Thunderbolts also moves from December 20, 2024 to July 25th, 2025. Blade gets a release date. No, it doesn't. It's not real. It's not a real movie. <laughs> September 7th, 2025. 
And I'm sneaking this in here, Mason. Yes. I know you're worried about there not being enough MCU movies, but don't worry, the spum has got you. The Sony Pictures oh, universe thank, of thank Marvel God. movies. Mm. Um, Venom 3 gets a release date of July 12th. Sorry, moved from July 12th of next year to November 8th. Venom fights another bunch of gooey guys. <laughs> That's right. The gooeyest guys we've, we've yet seen. Oh, my God. We've seen some pretty yeah. gooey guys. That's right. Uh, so via the Hot Mike podcast, they talked about specifically Captain America 4, and they said it didn't test well and extensive reshoots are planned. They're going to have to unretire Harrison Ford or whatever he's doing to, to get <laughs> yeah. him back to be the yeah, Red yeah. Hulk or whatever the thing is that he's mm. doing in that movie. You kind of have to nail new Captain America, you know? You can't, like, it, remember new yeah. Captain America the show? You know, when he yes. had that speech where he's like, everybody be better politicians. That's right. Just vague. Everybody like... stick to the middle. That's where all the action is. <laughs> what they did was bad, but what you're doing is also bad, I think. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I think you, both of you guys should learn to get, get along. Don't you love how a lot of Marvel properties just revolve around a refugee crisis <laughs> and how maybe refugees need to learn a lesson also? <laughs> I do love that. <laughs> My goodness. So there you go. How do you feel? I mean, we've been talking about also how maybe they should delay some MCU stuff. Or, I'm sorry, maybe there should be a gap because mm, it's, yep. it's a glut. It is a glut, yes. <laughs> and yeah. this, I think, could end up being a good thing, having a break and also maybe making good movies. I think maybe, that, yeah. that could be a good thing. I think so, I mean, yeah. the quality, like, obviously the quality of the movies depend on, yeah. you know, But everybody seems to be... Like, people want to see Deadpool 3. I think that one yeah, that's true, yeah. um, has a fair bit of hype mm. around it. How moment. do you feel about uh, the people who are saying, well, after superhero movies, the next big thing is probably going to be video game movies? Because yeah. of FNAF? Yeah, is mate. FNAF doing well in subsequent uh, weeks? It didn't because people realised it was on streaming. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> but yeah. it did initially. Mm, yeah, yeah, it did. It's still, mate, it's still done very, very well. Yeah, you might be right. But I think also, like, it could shift to video game movies because people – put effort into them. Sure. Like it could be any For now. For now, yeah. It could be anything yeah. if you apply yourself mm. and put like a good creative team behind it, I right? Yes. You know, like you're making Could you, we churn it out though? Yeah, we I mean you could definitely churn it out. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. You definitely churn it out. Yeah, yeah definitely. Because I mean if you can do one movie like you said like that, yeah. why not do five in a year? Five billion dollar movies. Five billion dollars. That's five movies? billion dollars. And even better, but if they made that's two free money. That's basically. free money basically. You're basically making money. That's <laughs> yeah. true. What if they made two billion each as well? You got to think about that. That's true. I mean, plan for the best, expect the best. Yeah, that's, that's what right. I always say. And fire anybody who doesn't immediately give you the best. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, this is by my time to shine. Hello. Uh, I, don't I don't know if they're legit. I, I know. Thing. That's why I wanted to talk about this. Oh. Though. But you know what? I don't care. I love rumors. I love conjecture. I love okay. lies. That's why uh, we're here. Are you my time to shine? Hello. Maybe. Interesting. You would know if you were really my brother, but you're not. <laughs> I, I wouldn't think you'd tell any of your brothers that. <laughs> I think both of your brothers would be like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, what do you mean? You might be right. So Kevin Feige is thinking about leaving Marvel after Secret Wars and taking over Star Wars. I mean, I maybe. Like it's possible. I guess. Why sure. why, why wouldn't he, I guess? Why I, wouldn't he? I mean, he's Because def- he could just retire. He's not gonna retire. I mean, are we gonna retire? Yeah. All right. <laughs> after Secret Wars? Yeah, after Secret Wars. All right, let's do it. No, nah, I don't want to. <laughs> I want to see what comes next. Maybe we retire after Kang Dynasty and we just don't come back to Secret Wars. Secret Wars <laughs> yeah. Do you reckon they're going to keep Kang Dynasty? We'll talk about it. Mm. Did you watch Loki? Did you finish Loki? I'm too behind, but okay. I don't care if you spoil it. Okay, we'll, we'll spoil it later. We'll spoil it later. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've got two left. I, I watched some yesterday and I'm like, oh, I got up to four and then I'm like, I'm going to bed. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. But um, that's just how compelling the Marvel narrative is these days. We'll talk about it in what we're reading. Oh, we could talk about it now, I guess. But 
What um? Do you think they're going to actually co- make a movie called Kang Dynasty, or will it be as we've talked about another guy dynasty? Oh, a yeah. big threat is happening. Dynasty. I mean, they could change it. They've changed titles. You know, yeah. It could be. The, it could be a very similar plot line. Um, and put in a different guy. Put in a different guy. Yeah. Doom Dynasty. Doom Man. Duck Dynasty. Duck Bring back Howard the Duck. Oh my God. Mm. Yeah. So no, I think um, I think no. I don't think they're going to make that or call it that at the very least. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They could recast, but I mean, after what happened in Loki, and we will talk about it. I no, I don't, just don't think that's going to happen. Okay, we'll see. Uh-huh. We'll see, Mason. Anyway, Kevin, is Fly- the last episode of Loki just someone admitting to all their crimes in real life? <laughs> yeah. Is that why you're saying this? Yeah, exactly. Wow. What do you think, though, Kevin Feige, Star Wars? Should he do it? Would he do it? Could he do it? Is he doing it? Um, would he do a good job? That, I mean, I guess, I guess my question would be the Disney board of directors or the Disney shareholders or whatever. Are they willing to look at his entire track record and go look at him, how he built up an entire universe yeah. from from day one to now? Or are they just going to go, yeah, but his last couple didn't make a lot of money, so he's out? Yeah, maybe. You know? Because that feels like the more realistic yeah. result there. They'll just go, oh, well, you haven't maintained $5 billion Brand. a year for, for the last 10 years, so. I, but I also think that, like. We'll get somebody else who can definitely do that. Yeah. <laughs> I also think that, like, if they were smart, they would realise that a lot of that is probably not his fault. Yeah, sure. Like he can't. But bear this in mind, they're not smart. Yeah, well, exactly. Then, um, you know, because you need to recognise ghouls. Yeah, just happen to have a lot of money. When there's five movies a year and four hundred episodes or whatever of mm-hmm, Marvel mm-hmm. television, yeah. then yeah, you, this is going to happen. But that's what it? they want for Star Wars. Yes. they want five movies a year and hundred episodes. I think they should pull back, like after all this, whatever they're doing with Star Wars, stop making Star Wars TV for a little bit. Yeah, Bold. just go back to movies. What's the last thing on the ticket for, for Star Wars TV currently? Uh, Is it more well, there's Andor 2, the Skeleton Crew or Key or something, okay. Jude Law 1. <laughs> there's, it's um, Skeleton's Xylophone. Yes. <laughs> with Jude Law. There's um a bunch of like Ahsoka and Mandalorian stuff that leads up to that movie. Okay. I don't know which series they're doing in particular. Okay. Maybe another Boba Fett. I doubt okay, it, but right. maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. a Timothy Olfen series. Yes. I just want Andor. I don't care about yeah. anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want a second season of Andor that's even better than the first season of Andor, mm-hmm. and I'll be mad if it's not. Well, then you're going to have to go out and you're going to have to get everyone you know who isn't currently subscribed to Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. You're going to get them to promise to subscribe for Andor. <laughs> In and writing? Or yeah. I get a video? Both would be ideal. Okay, yeah, yeah cool. All and right. then maybe they'll make more Andor. I will do that. Okay, great. Let's talk about this. Trailers ahoy. First one we're going to talk about is Netflix's Avatar The Last Airbender, which is the, the second live-action air adaptation That's of right. Avatar The Last Airbender. What? Uh, this one obviously has people going, wow, mm. things can be good. This looks just like the cartoon but real. But real, but real life. <laughs> and off what the, is cartoon but real life? Here it is. We've and off the it. success of, like, they've had some pretty successful anime adaptations. I know this isn't technically anime. Shut up, shut up, shut up, <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> All of you, shut up. Uh, All the voices, shut up. But, you know, because we had, what was it recently, um, the Gumby guy doing a big stretch. Sure, One um, Piece. Yeah, pirate pirate time. And so, yeah, it's uh, it, it looks very faithful. Um, I've watched the entire series and it's... Like, I didn't, well, I've watched even more. Yeah, no, you haven't. I watched it a couple of years oh. ago and it was it's fucking terrific. It's so good. And uh, we also did record A Caravan of Garbage for the movie like two years ago, which we haven't released, which we will release when this movie <laughs> comes out, show comes out. 
Whatever it is. Okay. Don't you think? And that's a weekly planet guarantee. Right? Yep. I don't know. I don't even know where it is. <laughs> I don't know. Do what, you know where it is? I hope so. Okay. Because I'm not watching the movie again. I know. I remember not. not liking it. What about if we did this? Go on. Listen to me. Yes. Listen. Go on. We watch it again. We record a second one. We do two weeks of it. <laughs> I love that. And we'll see if we'll see <laughs> how they match same. up. Yeah. We'll we'll see if we do all the same jokes. <laughs> That'd be fun. Uh should we do that? Or no. is that really stupid? That's really stupid. <laughs> I feel like it could be good. But it's it's just that podcast, the worst idea of all time, but we don't commit to it for it's a year. Twice. So we should commit to it for a year? I couldn't. No. I can't commit to anything for a year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what are we doing? Last day Bender. Yeah, it looks good. What do you think? Looks good. Got some familiar faces. Does it? They've, no, no, no. They've cast... Uh, not everyone's like a white guy. Oh, great. <laughs> which is good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what else to say about this other than it's coming out in February, maybe. It's pretty good. But that might not, not even be true. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know nothing. What do you know? What don't I don't you know, know nothing, but I know it looked better than the movie they did. So. Yes. Yeah. That is. I think they should do a, if, they, if they're going this way, I think they should do a uh, live action TV version of Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh. Yeah. Okay. The original one? Wait, the one the we watched. Oh, that one. The oh, one. yeah. That's a fucking dream. The one where they do karate around a car or whatever. I hated that. That made me feel bad. Thinking about that makes me feel bad. Well, what if it was a better version but on Netflix and it's oh, a yeah. TV series? Some things just shouldn't. I know they're talking about doing like they're probably going to do a live action um, Invincible. Yep. Just don't. Sure. <laughs> just don't do just it. Just don't do it, yeah. You don't great. need to. It's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. It's working. I agree. It's working. <laughs> don't touch it. <laughs> but it's not legit unless it's live action, James. Oh, It'll never God. become legit until it's a live action show. Yeah, you're probably right. Well, speaking of live action, Ghostbusters Frozen Empire gets a trailer. What a segue, by the way. Why is that? <laughs> speaking of live action. <laughs> it is live action. I guess. I was thinking also because Kamel Nanjiani's in this that he talked about how like it was his dream to be in a Ghostbusters, his okay. favorite movie as a kid or whatever, which is what you said. <laughs> and apparently this plays like an episode of the real Ghostbusters animated series oh, from the 80s. Like okay. it's got that kind of energy to it. Yeah. That, I mean, the plot seems to be that there's some evil ghost that is making everything cold. Yeah. Which is classic what I think, yeah. What series. I also think about this as well is, thank God, and it might change into this. It's not just fucking Zool again or whatever, you know. That's true. They're yes. trying a new spooky yeah. ghost. I think situation. the idea behind this one is, or most likely, well, we reestablished the characters and we tied it to the old stuff in the last one. Yeah. So now this is a new Ghostbusters adventure, which yeah. everybody will hate. Absolutely. I yes. look. I you know I hate Ghostbusters. I do, and I hate anybody who talks to me about Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. even me right now. Yes, that's okay, right. That's I'm seething. No, 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 no. <laughs> if, if it's a rule for everyone else, it should be a rule for me. Yeah, and I, like my controversial opinion is that like I think Ghostbusters Two is about as good as the 2016 reboot. Yeah, we talked about. And it, yeah. the only reason I think that is because people like that second one, and it's fine, I guess, is because it's the original cast. Mm. But it's not a particularly funny movie. Yeah, we we rewatched it yeah, in the last few years. Whatever, it was, it was, it's got some yeah. okay ideas and special effects, but yeah. But again, what? Are, and what, I didn't like the new one because it was just like. It got to the, like the last thirty minutes, and they just did the ending of the original Ghostbusters. Yeah. They just did the whole fucking thing again. Oh, I should rewatch that one. Anyway, um, uh, what what is interesting to me about this trailer, and they did it the same with the last one with mm. Afterlife. It's it's depicting Ghostbusters with such an incredible hushed reverence. Yeah, given that the like last they're not the f- just fucking rat catchers. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Just dirty rat catchers covered in grime and slime. Just. You know, yeah. There's no jokes in this, which is fascinating to me. No jokes, busters. No j- I feel like we've done. We that did before. that one. We did it. We <laughs> absolutely did. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, the, the last one did have some jokes in it. Yeah, I know, like, I've, I, haven't, I haven't spoken well of it. It's fine. It's like The Force Awakens for fucking Ghostbusters. Yeah, absolutely. You know, all your heroes turn up and they bring back people who died in real life. That's what people want, apparently. So fucking whatever. <laughs> I think for this, though. <laughs> but you say to me, you always say it, Harold Ramis has got to stay dead. That's what you say to me. <laughs> I said that. You, you say that before we start every podcast. <laughs> And you put, go to put the hand in, like we're going to do a chant, and I'm like, I won't do that. It doesn't even make sense. You want him to come he's back? obviously going to do, he's obviously going to stay dead in real life. We don't have to do the hands in thing. <laughs> then just commit to it. It's fine. Sure. If you really, if you're so confident about it, I'm mostly confident. It's like where it's like it's just believe in God because why not? Because what if it's real? You know, it's true. It's the same thing. And if I don't, I'll go to hell. That's so, right. <laughs> so I guess I have to say, Harold Ramis, stay dead. Otherwise, I go to hell. <laughs> Exactly. Anyway, I think it's fascinating. But what, you're not you're not prepared to put some jokes in this trailer for a comedy, this comedy sci-fi Maybe it's fantasy not a comedy. Movie. I don't know, man. I mean, it's got funny people in it, like Patton Oswalt's Patton in it, Paul Rudd's in it, Kamal yeah. Nanjiani's in it, um, the Ghostbusters but, kids. Also, like Bill Murray was funny once. That's right, he was at some point, and he liked being in movies at some point. <laughs> I don't think but that's that one, true. That one frame of him in this trailer, he does not look like he wants to be there. No. Um, Here's the thing. I'm. You know how we talked about, and you you informed me of this when we talked about Ghostbusters, Girl Ghostbusters for Caravan of Garbage. Okay, it was that there is some sort of proviso in the the um, contracts for new Ghostbusters movies that everybody who's currently still alive involved in the production of Ghostbusters one yeah. has to agree to make the movie, otherwise it can't oh, happen. Oh, okay. Did I say that? <laughs> I think you did. Maybe you made it up. I don't know. But I think the idea was that it had to be like Harold Ramis, Bill Murray, uh, Dan Aykroyd, and whoever else, Manny Hudson. La- no, I don't think he was. I don't think he's on the. Well, he was a late addition, wasn't he? That's true. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe Landis. Oh, okay. And I think the Fucking idea Landis. Yeah. Jesus. Wait, who directed? Uh, oh no, one? it's um Ramus. Harold, not Harold. Ramis. What the fuck's his name? Ivan Reitman. Ivan Reitman. His son does it. Jason. Yeah, Reitman Jason Reitman. Yeah, the Reitmans. So I think the idea was that they all had to sign off on any sequels, whether or not they were in them. Okay. So I guess my question is: Does signing off on a sequel mean that all the original Ghostbusters have to be in the? I mean, maybe the yeah. movie. Because that would explain why he's like, is it is it some sort of double edged sword? This contract where he's like, I'm not going to sign on the, off on this. I hold the balance of power here. But the once he finally signs on the line, he's like, well, you got to be in this. You got to be in it, man. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You got to be in it to win it. Um. Anyway, I will say this. I think this could be good. Yeah. Genuinely, because it looks slightly different. Yes. And imagine having a slightly different Ghostbusters movie. I like, won't. I won't do it. <laughs> Yeah, no, you just want original Ghostbusters where everybody's young again, right? That's, exactly, that's what I want. Yeah, and no jokes, just reverence. That's right. Just reverence to different technologies no we but saw. There's a lot of, like, cutting to them and they've got the, the proton gun and there's just, like, hushed tones oh my and goodness. chanting. Oh, my goodness. They God. fire it up and they say something cool and pithy. Yeah, yeah. Eat proton zaps ghosts. I liked how dogs. J.K. Simmons was in it for a second. I like that. Was he? Yeah, he was like Ivor fucking whatever his Chando. name. Chando. Oh, yeah, he was too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came back yeah. and yeah. whatever. That's great. Yeah, it's great. It is great. It's not great. No, but I did like that actually. Um, anyways, it's great. fucking whatever. Let's move along. Okay. All right. Let's talk live action Zelda movie. Okay. Now, Mario Brothers had a big movie this year. It was Mario Brothers. It wasn't live action, but boy, did it make a billion dollars despite Mm -hmm. being not great, but fine. But it looked like Mario. This one is going to be directed by Wes Ball, who did the Maze Runner trilogy. I thought you were going to say Wes Borland. You wish. From Limp Biscuit. No, I wish. Fred Durst is a director, isn't he? He directs stuff occasionally. Sure. Like movies. Yeah. He also is directing the new Planet of the Apes movie, which we talked about last week, the trailer. Um, Now, the the wrinkle in this, people are saying that Abby Arad is producing. Famous Spider-Man ruiner. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But he also brought the original Spider-Man 
in like the Tobey Maguire thing, like he had a huge hand in that, even kicking off like the MCU until Kevin Feige <laughs> sidestepped him and stabbed him in the back, put him in a bin. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> you know, and he's been, you know, he's around. That's I true. don't. Yeah, and he has had some. Wasn't there something he had a good idea for something recently? You told me about, like he made somebody smell a vision. No, he made somebody the villain or the main focus of something. It was oh. like his. It was it was the spot. He oh yeah. He said put the spot in the Spider Verse Spider Verse movie. Okay, so yeah. you know he's got ideas. <laughs> All right, dial it down with the language when referring to Abby Arrow, please. <laughs> what I'm saying is that I don't necessarily, even though people think this is bad, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think it is. Yeah, I think there's a good chance that this just will be bad. In general. Okay. Uh, but Arid or no Arid. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, it's a live action fucking Zelda movie. And well, like what, un- I'm assuming it would be like a new universe with a bunch of references to the other universes. Well, aren't all Zelda games like a new universe to some yeah, degree? Yeah, except for like the direct sequels. But yes, mm. they're all different. What are, what are we thinking casting for that, for that Zelda? Well, remake? people are saying for Zelda, obviously, that famous green character with his bow and arrow, Mason. <laughs> yes, we're doing. Uh, people are saying like a Tom Holland or a Timothy Charlotte. No, I hate those. Whatever. What do you think? What's that? What's that fella? That young fella. He was in Evil Dead Rise, and he was also in. Uh, he was also in uh, One Piece. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know who you're talking about. Isn't he Australian? He is. I liked Evil Dead Rise. Uh, Morgan Davies. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can see that. Could be both. Could be both. What about? Because a this? lot of people have said like cast- Ga- Ganondorf, Bruce Campbell. I love that. Yes. Wow. Mm. What were you saying though? Um, you were saying something that some you people, were saying. Some people have said. I haven't said anything. Just have Zelda and Link be played by the same person. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Love that. But for real, but why for not? Real, yeah, do it. I don't mm-hmm. care. Yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah. anything, so it's fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not impressed or like anything. Yeah. So, but I think they have to be Zelda and Link have to be young and like what's the term androgynous? Yeah. Because they have because they're you know yeah yeah that's the way it goes, man. I agree. If you don't like it, get in the bin. Get in the bin. Uh, I'm really hungover. Yeah, no, I know. I can tell. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Is it also because I told you before you the show? You told me earlier, yeah. And from those, from that information, I've gleaned <laughs> that simple truth about you. When you said you were really hungover earlier. <laughs> but I think the listeners have figured it out. I think they know. By this point. Yeah. They're like, surly old James is back. That's he's probably right. had one Ivo Shandy. <laughs> I did not. And now he's now he's 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 a little. He's I went to my gym Christmas party for some wow. reason. Wow! And uh, let me tell you, got out of hand. Um, it's November. I, they, you you got to get in on it, mate. Sure. You got to get early. Yeah, yeah. You don't know anything about gym life. That's true. <laughs> you don't know. Oh, this is the equivalent of like getting up at five thirty a.m. <laughs> yes, for a workout. Exactly. Yeah, this is Christmas actually, party in November. This is twenty twenty five's Christmas party. Oh, That's nice. how far we're getting ahead of it. Uh, anyways, last bit of news, which yes. I thought was fun. GQ spoke to Jeremy Allen White, who people might know from The Bear. He's mm-hmm. the bear in that. And also Shameless. He's in, oh, he's, yeah, he's in he's Shameless. He's the Shameless one. He's, in new, he's Mr. Shameless. He's Mr. Shameless. He's, he's, in, he's all like, whoa. <laughs> what do check you think? it out. What do you reckon? Uh, Come on, Mr. Shameless. Bit of decorum, please. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Put it all away, Mr. Shameless. I won't. <laughs> well, he's got to be Shameless. <laughs> <laughs> He's also in um, Zac Efron wrestling family movie. I used to, yeah. Uh, which people are looking forward to. Yeah. yeah. You make that sound like there's going to be a positive outcome for that family. <laughs> is that not what it is about? I don't believe so. It's not like the one fighting with my family no. that they did with whatever? No, I think okay. it should be called tragic fighting with my soon-to-be-dead family. Oh, no. 
Actually, I don't know what it's about, but I don't think that ends well for <laughs> no, anyone. It doesn't. I, I don't know specifically how, but I think you're right. Anyways, he spoke to GQ about uh, making a Marvel movie. This is oh, what yeah. he said. I had a meeting for a kind of Marvel-y movie, and I had an attitude. I think I played it all wrong. Tell me why I should do your movie, is what he said. And they were like, fuck you. And I was like, right on. <laughs> That's pretty great. <laughs> Now, what's the what's the speculation here? What do you think? Because he said, I reckon if he got if he went to Marvel, yeah, he would have said I went to Marvel. See, I would have if if somebody said, oh, you think it was like a, a not, DC like, or, or Bloodshot? Sony? Do you want to be in a Bloodshot? Yeah, sequel? maybe a Bloodshot sequel. Because and that's the thing. Like, I would have said he might be a shoe in for Wolverine. New Wolverine. Oh, I like because he's yeah. little and he's massively, he's incredibly ripped. If yeah. you've seen him. Yep. But uh, yeah, I I think he he he's got the look. I think and the yeah. vibe. He's got. Look, yeah, so yeah, I don't know. And Marvel who knows what that means? It could just mean a franchise thing, yeah, or maybe he's you know, maybe he's in the world of like most people where he, everything's a kind of Marvel y, yeah. So Marvel stuff is Marvel y, yep. DC stuff is sort of Marvel y, Marvel man, Bloodshot sequel is Marvel y, very Marvel, you know. So maybe he did go to Marvel, yeah, maybe they just put him in a car and drove him a place, maybe they, and they did. were like, You want to be Wolverine? and he went, Tell why, me why, why should I, yeah, and they went, Fuck you. And he went right, right on, on. <laughs> right on. He just got up and left. Right on. Yeah, probably. Left. Yeah, yeah. Got got some McConaughey vibes. Definitely does. He probably got an electric scooter when mm. he left. Yeah. Anyway, should we move it along? Yeah, let's move it along. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You've probably heard this or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash Weekly Planet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother Or... Sales. I definitely prefer... 
Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effects. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. All right, the Marvels. Oh, came out. How to do? Bad. Oh no, <laughs> still bad. It's still bad. We didn't talk about it because it came out. The final trailer came out between the last podcast and and this podcast, and the yep. movie's out now. So. But I just, I don't know if you saw it. No. But just a fascinating piece of, they just put in some like Captain America and Iron Man archival Oh, footage. I did see a bit of that. Yeah, that? Yeah. It was a real, you remember real, real swing for the fences. You remember, you remember Endgame? Well, this is the next movie after Endgame. Forget everything else. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry. You don't need to know anything. It happened, as far as you're concerned, you fell asleep after Endgame, you woke up, it's time for the next movie. <laughs> don't even worry about it. 
<laughs> don't Disney Plus. Never heard of it. Disney nope. Plus series. D- don't know what you're talking about. Secret Invasion. WandaVision. Nope. WandaVision. Ms. Marvel. Never heard of them. Nope. She Hulk. Never, never nope. heard of it. Nope. Shut <laughs> up. It's only Man Hulk. That's right. On a budget of maybe two hundred fifty million dollars, that fluctuates. Some people say two twenty. Uh, and at a box office opening, US, it's expected to have a forty-seven to fifty-two million weekend, or one hundred and ten to one hundred and fifteen million worldwide. It also had the second lowest opening day gross behind The Incredible Hulk. Oh no! Added a whole MCU. That one doesn't even count for some reason. No, it doesn't count. It's not a real one. Okay. Uh, it also has the lowest opening weekend debut for a Disney. MCU movie Uh-oh. domestically, as in the US. So does that not include the ones that they made before Marvel was acquired by Disney? Yeah, I guess. No, so but the even first three. I think even then it's still yeah. worse. <laughs> no. and, and it's got the lowest international weekend box office for a Disney MCU movie also. Even like Ant-Man somehow got over $100 million in its <laughs> yeah. opening weekend mm-hmm. domestic. Yeah. And that's like, that's a, not a good movie. <laughs> Ant-Man 3. I should specify, yeah, sure, sure, which sure. probably came out this year. Yeah, that doesn't seem right though. Well, the year before or ten years ago? Yeah, I don't know. Did it come out? Or it, it came out exclusive to Disney Plus? Yeah. Or was it on Quibi? Was it a Christmas special? I got a new phone this week, and my and I swapped all the apps over. And my you got phone, Quibi. My phone was like, "You want to swap over Quibi? The ser- this system that is no longer existing." The what streaming did you get Quibi for? Because uh, we talked about. Oh, um, we talked about the Golden Arm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's fun, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, and as a result of this, also they started like just like scrambling to promote this using the actors in it mm. because the writer strike ended like just as it was opening for the weekend. So they pushed out everybody in, in this movie <laughs> right. in front of various cameras yeah, and press yeah, events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the we, cats they got goose out. They there. got goose out. They didn't. Have, they didn't get goose to scab. <laughs> and I would say we talked about this because there was an article, and it, not having your actors promote the movie could account for maybe like ten percent of opening gross right, or whatever, uh-huh. which you know. It's not insignificant, but it doesn't account for what has happened here. Oh, that's true, yeah. Um, There is obviously some fatigue in relation to the MCU happening at the moment. Anyways, what do you think the story was? Oh, come on, mate. All right, well, uh, Avengers Endgame happened. Yep. That was the last movie we saw. And then don't worry about it. Don't don't worry worry about about anything, but uh, let me think what happened in this movie. Uh, Some people said it's the plot of Spaceballs, but I don't remember Spaceballs well enough to confirm that to be true. Is it? I don't know. Like the villain's plot. Oh. I don't remember. No, I, I don't think remember it is. Oh, we'll, we'll look it up later. Okay. Uh, all right. So uh, bloody bloody bad things are happening on the planet Hala, which what? is the, the Kree home world. What? It's not looking too good. No. But the leader of the Kree is Maybe like, you shouldn't have turned off your son, you fucking idiots. You idiot. You stupid idiots. Yeah. <laughs> stupid. Oh, our computer went down. Let's turn off the sun. Think. Think. You don't need a computer to tell you to not turn off the sun. <laughs> you should know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, in- yeah. that's instinctual. Yeah. You need the sun to grow your veggies <laughs> and so forth. Should we get rid of all our water? No, no obviously not. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do it. You need that to water the veggies. <laughs> um, anyway, the the leader of uh, the leader of the Kree is like, well, this is all Captain Marvel's fault, so let's get her. Yeah. But in the meantime, bloody um, Captain Marvel and Ms. Marvel and uh, Photon, I guess yep. Spectrum. Do they name? No, she doesn't yeah. get it. She, spoilers. Yeah. Monica Rambeau's character does not get her no. superhero name. Mm. Uh, their powers get entangled. That's right. Quantum style. Quantum entangled. So that's going to lead to a big big predicament, isn't it? I agree. Mm. That is what happened. Yeah. What would you think? I liked it. I didn't mind it's it. It's pretty fun. I thought it was better than the first one. Okay, yeah. I thought it was like more interesting in terms uh-huh. of like the things they were doing. And some of the things that I think people will are like, this is big time cringe this moment actually. Oh, I because feel like- – um, this is this, Ms. Marvel meets Captain Marvel for the first time after kind of, you know, yeah. idolizing her for, for years. 
Uh, and I think a lot of people are like, oh, oh that's not cringe this, hero worship. That's uh. not the, the things that I thought was cringe hero worship. Also, what I liked about that dynamic was that Captain Marvel wasn't like dismissive and like Tony yeah. Starking it. She was like, I know you like me and that's cool. I like yeah, yeah. you too. Like mm-hmm. I thought that was a that, I thought that was a more interesting dynamic than her being like, whatever, kid. Yeah, yeah, get yeah, away yeah. from me, kid. Get away from me, and I'm I'm gonna observe you from afar and don't do anything I wouldn't do or anything I would do. Exactly. Oh, you've made a mistake. Because I wasn't there. Well, that's your fault. <laughs> I'm Tony Stark. <laughs> that's right. Um, but no, I think a lot of the stuff that was like weirder and like more interesting as a concept, like there's a particular planet they go to at one point and there's like a little like routine and thing that happens there. <laughs> and I feel like stuff like that was like the weirder stuff was either cut short or cut out. Okay. And that was the stuff to me that I know people like Ugh, cringe and whatever, I'm sure. Right, okay. But that to me is like. That's a fun thing. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's a fun little sequence. That, yeah, that, yeah, um, yeah, right. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. like a silly thing. And there's a few things in that where I'm like, oh, that's fun and silly. And and it felt like that they really just, like, went, how much of this can we cut out? Right, That's course, what it felt yeah. like to me. Because this is quite a short movie, isn't it's it? It's the shortest MCU movie we've ever seen. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Not shorter than a TV show, but one episode of a TV show. Mm. Any TV show. Mm. Yeah, I um again, I think it's better than Captain Marvel. I think it's a like a and I think the dynamic between the three of them is good and fun I agree, yeah. and leads to like some interesting interplay and also action sequences. I think there are some really interesting yeah. action sequences and in there were and I and I think the the mechanism of their powers are entangled and so every time they quantum entangled quantum entangled. So anytime they use them in sort of like a, you know, when they when they sort of go all out, they switch places. Yeah. If they use them at the same time. I think that was a, a really good mechanism for sort of nerfing Captain Marvel so she can't just be, like, cutting ships in half with her lasers yeah. and what have you. Like, I, And I don't mean that in a negative. I mean that in the way – like, I think that's a – you know, in an Endgame-style situation or, you know, the finale to Captain Marvel, her just blowing up, you know, whole armadas of spaceships, I think that's fun. Yeah. But I think in a – like, you know, when you when you team up these sorts of characters, you need a mechanism so it makes sense that it's not just – Captain Marvel. Just obliterating Obliterating everybody. everything and then the rest of the team just sort of following in her footsteps, yeah. you know, shoveling debris out of the way or whatever. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting. And, and it, like you said, it leads to, you know, some fun action sequences where they're learning how that system works. Some switchy fights. Yeah, and even like, you know, a couple of Kree soldiers yeah. can sort of become a credible threat. Yes. Because you don't know what's going to happen mm. when you use your power. So you have to lean on. Just a big punch. Just a big fist fighting. Just a big fist Hit fighting. Hit somebody with a vase and et cetera. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But anyway, I think, again, like we say with every Marvel movie, I think the casting is what yep. is what works. So I think Brie Larson's great. Iman Vellani is terrific, of yep. course. Tiana Paris as... Photon uh, or whoever. Photon whoever. <laughs> uh, I think, they're yeah, like you said, they're a great... Great teamwork. Yeah. Uh, supporting cast, of course, we've got Samuel L. Jackson is back. Oh, yeah. Which is nice. He forgot Secret Invasion, I assume. <laughs> didn't didn't bring it up he at didn't all. Say did he? Didn't it. say anything about it. Didn't say anything about it. But this is also there are like scrolls and Kree and he didn't mention that. Didn't did mention he? it at all. He didn't did mention he? how like the president was a scroll or whatever. Did he? Or no, he didn't happened. mention that at all. No, no. <laughs> I would have brought it up. That did he that he shot his friend Rhodey in the head and it turned out he was a scroll. Yeah. Didn't mention that at all. No. Nah. No. Nah. Yeah. I wonder if there was more. To, again, do you think there was more to that? In this, had the Secret Invasion no, been a success? No, I don't think um, that was, these were ever linked. Mm. I know, like, I saw an interview with, might have been with the director, Nia Costa, who was like, oh, he's different in this because, like, he's around different people. So, like, he's, he, has, he has a different, like, vibe when he's hanging uh-huh. out with these guys as opposed to, like, Ben. He's wearing Anderson. a brown jacket, yeah. not a black jacket. But I think it's just, this is, he's just in this movie, is different. That's right. He's just different. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, he's always good as Nick Fury, so I don't yeah. have any complaints. Do you think there were two sound stages, one for Secret Invasion and one for the Marvels, and he would just switch between? He'd put a different 
different jacket on. Different so he, volumes? Yeah, so he'd remember which <laughs> which version of the character he was. Which eye patch? Yeah, do yeah. I just switch the eye patch to the other eye? And then can <laughs> I do that? Then I'll know which movie I'm yeah, supposed yeah, to be yeah, in yeah. or whatever. Uh, but who else? I, you know, I, again, I think... The villain's mind. not great. Sorry? The villain's not great. Mm. In terms of like... I think she, I like her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think it's a pretty kind of like... Oh, you I'm took gonna, everything from me. Yeah, and now I'm going to... Also, she's right. But it's also like, but I'm going to kill a bunch of refugees, et cetera, yeah, right, whatever, right, right, you uh-huh. know, so it's that, yeah, it's yeah, that yeah. thing again. It is that thing again. Yeah, again, I think Aman Bellani's a standout. I think she's yep. really good in this, as as she was in the TV series, if people Absolutely. haven't checked it out, yeah. which I'm sure a lot of people haven't. Yep. But yeah, I liked her enthusiasm. I liked her, you know, I like the character's reverence for the universe that she's in mm. and like, I don't know, we need a character who knows what they're doing in terms of like mm. just being kind of... Happy to be in the universe. Yeah. I think that I think the enthusiasm definitely works. There's a fun animated yeah, yeah, sequence, yeah. and we get a family who I like as well. Well, one of them might, might be a bad guy in real life. He might be a bad guy in real life, <laughs> but he's in every scene that the whole yeah, family are in, and so it probably would be hard to cut him out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I I think also oh, there's oh, the suits are good. There's a moment where they all get some new yep Captain Marvel esque suits, <laughs> uh-huh, and sure. I think all of those look good. The new Captain Marvel one that Brie Larson has. It's kind of got a Superman, Man of Steel kind of vibe and texturing to it. It's and it's like sort a, of deep, it's a quite, muted kind of yeah, uh-huh, suit. Yeah, yeah. And I quite like the look of that one as well. But they all, yeah, I think the all the the suits, like all the different suits, are very kind of dynamic and fit like their personas and mm. and all of that really well. Um, which yeah. I think is fun. They did that thing though, uh, where uh, Photon or whoever, yeah, she gets the suit and it's it's meant to be like there's a version of her from the '80s that has a kind of like a like a silky wing kind of oh, yeah. situation and she has them on for a fraction of a second. She's like, no, it doesn't work for me. And she rips them off kind of thing. Oh, okay. I did. I forgot I'm about like, that. Okay, yeah. com- commit to. Commit you don't to like it? I think she keep the silky wings. Keep the silky wings. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm just going to talk about this sequence. This is a minor spoiler, but there's a moment where the time goes below if you want to skip, but there's a moment where they go to like a, a, a planet where they communicate through song. Mm-hmm. And so they can't, most of them can't speak or understand you if you talk normally. Yeah, Everything's right. communicated through. They do speak in English. Yeah, they do speak in English. I mean, they've all got universal translators. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I thought that was really fun. Yes. And I, again, like I think that's going to be a thing that people are like, I hate this and cringe or whatever. Yeah. But any time that, you know, even if, if if it didn't work for me, which I think it did, yeah. I just like appreciate just, yeah, put a weird singing planet yeah. in here. Why not? It, it, the thing, what I thought was interesting about that is that they didn't get everybody involved. Well, that's what I think. I reckon this was like a bigger kind of moment. And everybody sung. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and you could have done like was a... Was there a dance sequence in... Ms. Marvel? Ms. Marvel? I'm pretty sure there was at yeah. some point, maybe. So I think it's odd that they didn't get... I would have liked to see seen yeah. Ms. Marvel and Photon or whoever and the family that's all what get I mean. involved. I don't think they committed to like yeah. certain ideas you in this. You would think that, that you'd be like... Oh, I remember this. Yeah. This happened in my TV series and was Marvel. I'll also do like Iman Vellani's sort of there in the background. Yeah. She's into it, the character, but it's like you, you, I don't know. Yeah. That would have been fun. Absolutely. Yeah. But it yeah. was still fun. Yeah, I thought again, fun, but like I could have done with more of this. I also there's a reason why like the Cree are coming after Captain Marvel. Mm. And there's kind of this she moment. She didn't pay her taxes. That's right. There's a moment of like reflection of what she what caused how she kind of caused a bunch of this and mm. whatever. And I think that's an interesting element to this character of like well, this whole thing that's happening is because of you. But it feels really like they speed through that. They do, don't they? And yeah. I would have liked to have kind of like, not not like sat in the consequences of it for too long, but like explore that idea a little yeah, bit more uh-huh. that she rushed to do this thing which caused 
the events of she this didn't movie. pay her taxes, didn't pay her taxes, and they couldn't have they didn't have enough money to maintain <laughs> the artificial intelligence, and then it shut down, and they were like, well, let's blow up the sun, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, do you know what I mean by yeah, that though? I like, know exactly what you mean. And yeah. that's again, this is why I think this movie is like it's it's like it's fine in moments, and it's mm-hmm. fine, but. Yeah. It, it really feels like they just took a fucking axe to a bunch of this. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I what I did, I liked the the sort of we got to look in with uh, Saber, which is like the yeah. space based shield. Yeah, and I just liked you know it's it's sort of a it's How sort was of that guy three hundred years old. What was he? I wonder if he was Asgardian or something. Oh, okay, maybe. What I, I recognize him, but I don't know if whether it's from. The MCU, or yeah, right. Something else. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but I like the idea we got a look at like Earth's integration into the larger like cosmic Marvel yeah. universe like it's just sort of you know it's in orbit and yep. you know it's we're not out in like Guardians of the Galaxy style we're just sort of like reaching out like yeah. as far as we can into space I thought that was a bit There's fun. an attempt yeah to to do that mm. I think also like aesthetically mm-hmm. it's more it's way more interesting than I think a bunch of Marvel stuff recently I think it it looks better than a lot of MCU stuff recently yeah. like a lot of it feels like in terms of like special effects and like design it feels finished yeah. and like because I remember the, the the aesthetic of like Captain Marvel I found was just kind of like generic space blare. Mm-hmm. But here I think like seeing different ships and planets and alien races, it yeah. felt more kind of what mm-hmm. you do in like a Guardians movie or a, the, one of the better Thor movies mm-hmm. than just like generic Blade Runner sci-fi yes, whatever, sure. you know. Mm. And I love movies but do I you? thought this was okay. You don't love all movies. No, that's true, actually. I love mm. the Ghostbusters movies. I was going to say you love the Ghostbusters <laughs> movies. I know that about you. Should we do some spoilers? Yes. Um, yeah, best I'm going to say ever. best movie yeah. ever. But, I had um, a lot of fun with this. I, think, I mean, compare it to – what are the last few Marvel movies? Batman. Garbage. <laughs> Garbage. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was better than those. Uh-huh. Um, it's not better than Guardians 3. No, it's not. No. Yeah. No. But, um, but it's it, not. Like, I wouldn't go, God, I wish I was watching Guardians 3 right now. Yeah. But do you uh, wish you were? No. Even now, no, even, even now. instead of doing this, no, no, no. But I, I think you know. It, to me, this this feels like like a fun palate cleanser yeah. in the sense of like not every Marvel movie can be Guardians three because there's some heavy issues in it, yeah. And there's some like closure to character arcs, and you know, it gets it gets quite you know it gets quite deep into the grief and the yeah. et cetera. And so did Black Panther two. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, yeah. oh if, god, that was brutal. Yeah, if we missed, like, if we if we skipped a few. You know, this would be like, oh, this is one where we just go in there and we have a bit of fun and, you know, the universe is at stake, but also yeah. we're just having a bit of fun and, yeah. It's also interesting that, well, this is this was originally rotten on Rotten Tomatoes and right. now it's at a 62%, so okay. it's a, a little bit high. So it's now just fresh. Uh-huh. And not that this means anything because this can be changed in any number of ways, but the audience score is 85% on Rotten Tomatoes. And okay. I feel like the response to this is like people are like, not not always, but a lot of us like, yeah, it's Unless okay. you're like Brie Larson, blah, blah, blah. You know, exactly, I'm not putting yeah, that yeah. aside because, yeah. God, that fucking noise. But, um, <laughs> are you hungover right now, James? Yes, Mason, I'm yeah, hungover right, right now. But, um, yeah, I think people are genuinely like, yeah, it's all right. But I also think that off the back of what we've had mm. for maybe the last few movies and years and TV shows, then, yeah, people aren't going to – I think that is the main reason yeah. why people aren't seeing this. Do you think because- – Also, because did they even promote it properly? I don't no. know if they did. What was the last Pixar movie that – didn't do well initially, but then word of mouth went around. Oh, and it something went. Turning red? It wasn't turning no, red. No, um, not... uh, Elemental ended up doing. There we go. That's but, the one. Which I didn't think it was great, but it did. Like they left it out, and it they built. left it out there. Maybe that's you know. Maybe this could happen. Yeah, I think this movie has stuff in it where if we weren't at this point in the Marvel decline, yeah, uh, that people would go, "Oh, I love this." Yeah, you know, it, like if it had to come out like before Endgame or whatever. That's what you're saying. 
Not even. I yeah. think, you know, I think if people weren't I, – I like to think that I'm not going into these movies kind of like, well, I'm ready to hate this yeah. kind of thing. I'm, I mean, I'm, I didn't think I'd like it as much as I did. I yeah, thought it would be like really fucking middling uh-huh. and it was like better than that for there me. Go, yeah. But let me hear your opinion if this becomes a YouTube video. Let me just scream about <laughs> it in the bottom. <laughs> anyway, spoilers. Yeah. What's the deal with Ms. Marvel's powers, right? So she's got the <laughs> photon band or whatever. Yep. But did her powers still work without it? It seems like what's happening. As I, what are her powers again? Okay, what seems to be happening is crystal I, time. Well, she is she is officially a mutant. Yes. Although I think technically she might be a mutate. Oh, it's not important. What I think happened is the bangle activated her in inherent powers. I think, and then she can just still do and it. then she can do it without the bangle. Okay, because they didn't seem or the to, bangles. They didn't. Yeah, they, they didn't. They didn't seem to be any. Did we say best movie ever? Yes, I did. Okay, great. I think you also did. Um, I never. think otherwise there'd be a line in there like, oh, I can only take the bangle off for a minute, otherwise I lose my powers or something like that. Okay, but there, yeah. there didn't seem to be any concern for that. I think she just wears it because it was a grandma's bangle. Sure, okay. So, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. Uh, so Tessa Thompson's in this briefly. That's, that is true. Apparently they were talking about like. See, I think, I think again, pre-Endgame, I think people would be like, ah! Tessa Thompson! Yep. I, I saw that like there was some speculation that like, oh, are they a couple like uh, Brie Larson? and? Oh, like maybe they, they were. Like, yeah, but like. Because it's a Disney movie, it's like I didn't get that sense like at all. Right. Like they, if that was if that was supposed to be implied that right. they had some kind of relationship, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't get that. Okay. They, they whatever like they played. But you it can't safe. understand human mannerisms. I don't need to. Mm. I don't need to. I just need facts and logic okay. and clarity. Yeah, sure, Mason, sure, sure, sure. And not have this splitting fucking headache. Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's what I need. <laughs> But yeah, I, did you get that sense? Like, I didn't feel that uh, at all. I thought they were like friendly, like they'd hung out and they knew each other. But no, I, I, I definitely got an idea of like something. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, well, they're definitely. But close. it's enough. But maybe that it's because can... they murdered all those people in Endgame. Maybe it is. You know? But also, like, it's vague enough where you can leave that in and have that interpretation, yeah. and then you don't get banned in whatever country. That's true. For, yeah. For I mean, that, that is that is classic uh, Disney non-committal. Yep. Obviously. So, mm. but yeah, I got the impression it's like, well, maybe you know, probably. You know, they've had adventures yep. off screen or whatever. You Maybe know? they have. Maybe they have. They're, Maybe they're they have. you know, cosmic space-based people, whatever. Whoa, I love you that. Know? Pretty good. Anyway, I like the cats moment. Sure. They okay, play a yeah. song from cats. Oh. And then all the cats eat all the people and whatever. Mm. I, uh, I thought that was, again, a, re- a fun thing yeah. to have. I thought it was good because we, we, we learn early on that the, the flirking eating people yeah. doesn't kill them no. necessarily. It's, it's got like a pocket dimension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we, then at the end we go, oh, what, what's the solution? And I'm like, I bet those are Flogan eggs. And, and the, yeah, I think they're from the comics, right? It took me a second yeah, right, to be uh-huh. like, what is this again? I'm like, okay. I've seen this, but I don't yeah, remember yeah, yeah. from what. Yeah. I mean, it was telegraphed pretty heavily. There's a one oh, point yeah. the woman's like, I don't know how we we're all going to get off the space station. Mm. If only we could all fit in the one space pod. <laughs> you know? And they did. They did. They, they somehow did. figured yeah. it out, yeah. But yeah, as I um, alluded to, or maybe I just straight out said, you said it. Um, Captain Marvel is a big murderer yes. because straight after the events of original Captain Marvel, mm. she flew back to the Cree homeworld and, and, and they've retconned up the, and the supreme up their intelligence. Computer. Yeah, it was a big face. Now. They've they've retconned it back into the classic version where it's just a big green face, yeah. which makes sense because like that's the source of it, yeah. or whatever. And who cares? I think Annette, Annette Benning should have shown up. And be like, don't kill me! No. God damn it! No! 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 no. Don't do it! <laughs> don't do it! <laughs> And then because they're supercomputer I'll go- tell my husband Warren Beatty about this. <laughs> no. Be- because the supercomputer goes out, yeah. they decide to put, put out the sun and take all the water and air away. I don't think they decided to do that. <laughs> they did. Okay. They made a series of poor decisions. Right, sure, sure, um, sure. And I thought, <laughs> should we turn our hydroelectric station into mining Bitcoin? Yes. 
Oh no! So Brie Larson's like basically not Brie Larson, the actor, uh, but the the Brie Larson character yes. is responsible for, in a way, the decline of this civilization. Sure, yeah, and yeah. which is why the villain has a big hammer and wants uh-huh. to hit her. But in the they head. are also like, you know, they are. They're, I mean, they're they're. I guess their government is like a warmongering. Yeah, you know, government exactly. But so, it's not the people's fault. No, but I did feel like that, yeah, again, interesting idea. And I think it also, like, because there are people complaining and like, oh, she's just perfect and good at everything. And it's like, well, not this. Sure, yeah. Not this thing that happened. Oh, uh, well, great way to make a mistake, <laughs> Brie Larson, <laughs> the actor, and accidentally destroy the society. Yeah, I just... So the, so the villain's plan is... Oh, yeah. The reveal is that having both... There are, there are two there are two bangles. Ms. Marvel had one and activated and her powers. And then there's the band. And then, then there's the band, so there's three bangles. <laughs> Uh, and the, the the remaining bangle was out in space. Yep. And if you combine the two bangles, it enables you to create jump, jump points. points, hyperspace jump points. Yes. And apparently at some point in the distant past, somebody used these bangles to create the jump point network that allows everybody in the Marvel Universe The beehive to, thing you yeah, see. Yeah, 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 all the hexagons. that enables them to, like, fly faster than the light to different locations. <laughs> and so the villain's plan is uh, she is going to open a bunch of unstable jump points to steal the resources from various planets to rebuild her planet. Yeah. And the, the planet she's stealing resources from are ones that are significant to Captain Marvel. Yes. Because they hate Captain Marvel. Yep. Which is she, fair. Because she punched out their computer. She she absolutely punched that computer right in its nuts. <laughs> um, I mean, what I think the problem, of course, is that happens a lot of the time, I think, with Marvel movies is – they they're like oh by the way a bunch of stuff happened behind the scenes yeah that you didn't see but it, trust us it happened so she's got so Captain Marvel the 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 planets that are that are having resources stolen from them are significant to Captain Marvel yes so one is Earth obviously because that's where she's from but then the other couple of planets where they're stealing the the atmosphere and the water there's the Sing Song planet there's the Sing Song planet and the the Scroll planet so what happened to those planets we never found out Again, no I think I they think... went no no I think at the end they went oh actually they'll be fine. Yeah, but, like, I feel like that's something that was probably in the movie at some point. Like, we saw some something happen. You know, we'd cut to the planet at the end. Oh, and to be like, the sing-song planet. Yeah, and the, scroll, the scrolls will be there in front of the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Exactly. Going, we defeated them. We did it. No, there was literally just a line where somebody said, oh, the planets will recover. I missed that okay, completely. Right. Were you yeah. hungover? No, not you, that But one. you were thinking about getting hungover. I knew over. I was going to be. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you're probably not focused. Yeah, you're probably you're right. Focused on being a grump. Yeah. But, um... The thing is that we'd not seen either of those planets before, like yes. the other two. So it was kind of like, well, this planet is significant to me because I married that guy. Yeah. Okay. He kind of looked like Loki a yeah, little bit. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so the post credits of this, Mason, this is interesting. Uh, so Kevin Feige talked about Harry Styles returning because he was, of course, in the post credits oh, yes. of the Eternals. And he said, he's excited. We're excited. We will see. Okay. We have introduced a lot of new characters in a lot of movies and a lot of tags. That is true. Where do the tag folk reappear? That's a good question. It's a great, I mean, most some of them, some, most of them have. A few of them noticeably have not, specifically Harry Styles. Correct. As Eros, the eternal of love. But um, we're going to talk about that the Beast is in this. Mr. Beast show. Okay, up. well, yeah, Mr. Mr. Beast. No. <laughs> so two, we got two, we get two post credits. Do One, we? Yeah, we get two. I thought there was a mid credits and that's it. You might be thinking of a pre-credits. Was What's a pre-credits? the first one you're talking well, about? Well, the one I'm talking about is that um, Ms. Marvel goes to big-time New York City, baby. Yeah. And she uh, she meets Hawkeye, new Hawkeye. That's just the end of the movie, is I it? think. Okay, yeah. right. Well, she does a Nick Fury on it. Yeah, I th- which I again, that's the thing that I think if a few years ago, if they'd done that, people would be like, yes. Yeah. They're doing the thing again, but it's well, a different thing. It's a riff. Aven- they're doing it's Young, Aven- young yes, Avengers? It's a Young Avengers thing. So they, yeah. so she meets a uh, new- We're going to uh, get Hulk bad haircut? We might get Hulk bad haircut. From- 
She-Hulk? Yeah, we got to, we got a lot of options. Um, uh, I was gonna say little Ant Man. Yeah, like a young Ant Man lady. Younger Ant Man. Younger yeah. Ant Man lady. Yeah. Um, Wait, this sounds like a team of girls. <laughs> well, it's some boys. There's also um, there's also Scarlet Witch's kids. Oh yeah, who may or may not be real. They could put in a, um, as Miles Morales, I guess, if they ever get yeah, to that. That's they true. Will. America Chavez, team oh, yeah. of girls. Yep. Patriot. Who's that? Falcon Winter Soldier, the original Captain America's kid. Remember? The original Captain America's kid. Do you remember? Do you remember? Um, do you remember? Steve Rogers' kid. No. What are you talking about? Eli Bradley. So Isaiah Bradley, who was Carl. Remember Carl oh, Lovely was in yeah. the end. Cap- yeah, that's Soldier. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he I was the, about him. he was the guy, he was the Captain America they tested the serum on before they gave it to Steve Rogers. Yeah. So he might be on the team. Yep, cool. Um uh, someone has suggested Kid Loki from Loki. Oh, yeah. He could be on it. Checking a kid Loki. Ironheart, of course. Yep. Uh Scar Hulk's son bad haircut. Yep. And there you go. That's the whole team, I reckon. There you go. That's covered it. And they know? could bring in whoever else they really wanted to. Yeah, that's true. They could. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so there you go. But in this, but this time around, I and mean, that was the end of the movie, oh, I yeah. believe. Okay. In the mid-credit scene. Because of course, photon or whatever her name isn't, get, has closed, goes to a reality to close reality. Yes, yeah, sure, sure. She accidentally goes into a different reality. Imagine if you haven't seen this movie and trying to piece together the plot from what we've said about it. <laughs> I feel like a that. noble endeavor. I think. I, I think so too. Yeah. So, so photon or whoever, she's gone. She, uh, she's going to close. She has to close the unstable. Uh, we got to close the unstable on. thing. Well, I'll use my powers. Now, nope. well, I'll have to do a big sacrifice. Can we, okay. Can, can you not? No, no. No, I'll do it. <laughs> But to, I just want to tell you, no, though, it won't be a real sacrifice because I'll still be alive on the other side. And I'll probably I'll be back, definitely. I'll be back. I'll be, I'll be Not fine. probably, definitely. Yeah. Unless I do something wrong yeah. in my real life, <laughs> in which case I'll be quietly dropped. <laughs> anyway, she ends up, she wakes up in a hospital bed yep. only to discover her mother, who in her normal reality mm. has passed away. Good reaction, alive. by the way, I thought. She, yeah. like, reacted really realistically. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good acting, man. Because um, she her mother died during the blip while she was blipped. And her mother happened to be wearing a blanket. Yeah, that's right. Over her superhero costume. That's exactly right. So anyway, she's like, oh, my mother, you're alive. But then it turns out that in this reality, yep. Lashana Lynch's character did not have a kid, but instead she got the powers of Captain Marvel and she's but not binary. But not the other movie where she got the powers of Captain Marvel. Yeah, it's in a different Doctor one. Strange. Yeah, yeah, so, movie, yeah. Um, yeah, and so in the, and and then uh, then Monica Rambo, Photon or whoever, is is attended to by Doctor Hank McCoy, Beast. Oh my God, who's he played by? It's hard to say. Yeah, sort of Kelsey Grammer, but not. It's a different design. He's all CGI. The, uh, What's the, going on there? The designs from the nineties cartoon. What it seems. Well, not just that, but like yeah, various yeah. comic books. So here's a question for you, James. And this so is it and, the X Men Three universe? No, no, it's not. But but I again in this. A few years ago, if they'd thrown this in, people would be like, "Oh my god, yeah. what's what's happening? Is this how they can introduce the X Men? Yeah. What's going on?" I spoil. I wait. I avoided the spoiler, and then before the movie, I googled like, "Is there a post credits?" And it's like Hank McCoy's in the post credits, played by Kelsey Grammer. I'm like, "God damn it!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a moron. Is it Kelsey Grammer though? It's his voice. Is it? It's sort of his face. Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah, because right. if you don't know, people probably know, but he played Beast in X Men Three. Mm. It's not a great movie, but he's a great choice. Yeah, and he also appears in. Days of Future Past, like very briefly at the very end. And he's like he, Logan. <laughs> and is he also in a Deadpool? Is he in Deadpool 2? Uh, no, they use the other one. Oh, uh, yeah. They, they use Young um, Beast. Young Beast, yeah. I, no, I, I think like the CGI is not great. No. But the design I, I like. Yeah. I like the So lot. I guess my question is to you. Oh, okay. No, it's not the X-Men 3 universe, Mason. I already it's answered your question. It's not my question, James. Do you think this is how they're going to introduce yes. the X-Men? They're gonna so b- this is... This is a universe akin to the multiverse of madness yeah. parallel universe that Doctor Strange went into, yep. except in this universe they weren't all torn to shreds by Scarlet Witch. Yes. 
So, but this is this is a parallel universe. I think this is how they're gonna. I think they're gonna merge realities, and the X Men yeah. are gonna be. That's the. They're basically just gonna drop in everything. They're not gonna build up the school. Yeah. and all the mutants in the seventy years of history. They're just I gonna think you're fucking right. dump yeah. the whole thing in. I think what is probably gonna happen, like a brain transplant. Yeah. So, so for people that don't know, in the comic books, there's a the, the modern day Secret Wars comic. Yeah. It's it's is it the Beyonder? He, he takes a bunch of realities and he smashes them all together into one world. Fuck, man, I don't know. Well, that's probably what happens. <laughs> anyway, I think they're probably going to do something similar to that yeah. using Kang or the Beyonder or Doctor Doom. Deadpool 3, et cetera. Deadpool 3, et cetera. And then if I had to guess, I would say, and I do, yep. I don't. You I don't. have to. I have to, though. I'm going to say that at the end of Secret Wars, they're going to cut off access to all the other parallel multiverse yep. realities because it's too much work. Yeah. I think they'll, they might do a... Uh, crisis on Infinite Earths, where they destroy all the alternate Earths, and they go, "Well, that's the end of that." We did it, but the the, the one reality that's left has been changed. Yes, and it's probably that they've taken some of the all the mutants have been put on the regular Earth, and then they just. I think they're probably also going to do. They're probably going to do. Everybody remembers the universe. Everybody. Everybody remembers everything. No, I think they're going to do. Or it's like a blip situation where it's like a. Like an, an awful like. <laughs> no, I think they're going to do. I think they're going to do. Reality gets altered. The X Men have always been there. Yeah, and everybody remembers it like that. Okay, sure. I think that's probably how they're going to do yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's exciting. It's very exciting. Are you excited? I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Is big. Kev excited. You know. You know what the the beast thing reminds. James, I'm big. Kev excited. Yeah, that's a local reference. reference. Thank you. But uh, yeah. it reminded. You are hungover. You didn't, you didn't. Okay. I didn't think it was brilliant. What you said. Yeah. You must be hungover. Because <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think the big Kev reference that I've done. Probably hundreds of times before in our life <laughs> was not the best thing you've ever heard. So you must be hungover and also drunk. I am. Mm. I think that um, you can't be both, can you? Um, yeah. But I think that, oh, God, what was I saying? <laughs> you were big Kev excited oh, is what you were saying. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm completely. Reality? Wrong. Reality, something. X-Men universe, they're going to combine them all? Yeah. Oh, and then they're going to never mention it again. Because yeah. that I think that is the only way forward, not only just because multiverses are played out and people hate them now. Yeah. I think. Um, if they hate them if they're bad. Yeah, but also because... Invincible you, is doing it. Yeah, because you can't... It's difficult to have stakes if you can just go, well, my mother died in this universe, but she's alive in another yeah. universe, so let's just... This wasn't the thing I was going to say, but this part of the thing I was going to say. I think also that will lead into like the soft reboot they're probably going to do where they can recast a bunch of people yeah, huh. and be like, this is new Iron Man, this is new Thor, whatever. Mm. whatever they And keep some and not others and yeah, 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 get yeah. people for cheap and lock them into nine years' worth of movies, yeah, TV yeah. shows and whatever. Sure. Yeah, so that's where they're going to go. From there, but honestly, like the contracts now will say we will lock you into nine movies or until our AI has scanned you enough that it can do a passable replica of you and then you're out. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Have you watched Fraser No Mates yet? The new no, series? No, 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 yeah. no. Fraser, but none of his mates are here. No, have you? No. Okay. Why would I? I was going to say. Anyway, I got some reviews here. This one's from Will, who says this was a good week for Marvel. The final of Loki season two was spectacular and a great wrap up for Hiddleston's journey. And the Marvels ended up being an incredibly fun and refreshing movie. Good times, best movie slash TV show ever. The Nick Abide says the Marvels was just fine. It's not the worst Marvel movie, but not the best either. I really like the three leads, especially Aman Vellani, the cameos, and the neat mid credits scene. But the action story and villains were just generic, in my opinion. Um, Vinton says, wait, so why exactly are people hating on the Marvels? The switching was always fun, although less inspired uh, each time, which is normal. And it's one of the funnier MCU movies in years, especially that one Fury line when someone lands. Uh, best movie. What was that? I don't remember that. I don't know. Yeah. James, I just don't know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yo, uh, what's how do you spell it? E O G H A N. How do you spell that? How do you say that? How was it? E O G H A N. Yoan? Yoan, yeah, okay. Maybe. 
The Marvels was unfortunately too generic for me to enjoy. Volani's charm and switching places dynamic wasn't enough to distract from the fact that it was clearly butchered by Feige and post. Oh, Feige shot. Oh, Feige uh, did it personally. Leaving much to be desired. Worst movie ever. But I would say like for most of the reviews that are people of Santas, um, I put some like more like negative ones here, but huh. generally pretty positive. Yeah, I've, I've yeah. noticed that so far as well. Yeah. It could build over time. Yeah. I don't think it will, but um, no. Yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of Twitter reactions I've seen have just been like, "It was fun." Yeah, go to Disney, fun. wait for Disney Plus or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, should we move it along? Uh yes. Movies. Yeah. What's next? Deadpool three? Is that the next thing? No, it's what we read and what we're gonna read. No, no, no. I mean, in terms of the next Marvel property movie, Mason. Oh. Unless we uh, are the Expendables movies set in the MCU, they might be. Yeah. They could be. Yeah, they could be. Yeah, because maybe Sly wants to sell them. <laughs> maybe he does. Oh, he is in the MCU, isn't he? Yeah, he's fucking. What's his fucking face or whatever? Yeah, isn't he? he's yeah, that yeah, guy. Yeah, he's that guy. Maybe Vance Astro. Scar? No. Scar? No. Let me check. I think he's Vance Astro. Sly Stallone <laughs> MCU. He plays. Yes. We voiced King Shark in yeah. the Suicide Squad, which you didn't know. Um, I do know everything. Yeah, he plays Dakar Ugord. Oh, right. Ugord? Ugord! What's happened to Ugord? Uh, there's a reality show. He's got a reality show. It's called The Family Stallone. Okay. Which is a rep. Do you have a boxing reality show? Like, Maybe. to The Family Stone? Is that what you're saying? Well, that's going to say, because the, 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 the band is called Sly and the Family Stone, right? Right, okay. So clearly they've gone Sly and the Family Stallone. Mm. But then some, somebody's lawyer has gone, well, we can't have it. People will confuse the band for this reality show we're doing, so we're just going to have to call it the Family Stallone. Perfect. Yeah, that it's is perfect. perfect. That's why I'm. Ge- that was what I was getting at. <laughs> it's perfect. All right, should we move it along? Yes. What to? What we're reading? What we're going to read? Yes. I'm doing the theme. What are we reading today? Here we are. We're in this segment. This is where we talk about what we're reading. You better believe it. Do you want to talk about? Oh, you, you got a thing. We got a thing we want to recommend. Oh, I've got a, I've got a bunch of things actually. This yeah, week. but do the thing. First. All right, uh, 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 listener of the show. Yes, uh, Lockie Ross. What has a uh, video series, a web series? So do I. It's on Grouse House. Ours is called Caravan of Garbage. Yeah, no, no, James, you've asked me to do the thing, and then you're interrupting the thing. I just feel like I would love to get into self promotion. And I'm loving here. it. Is what I'm saying. I'm loving. <laughs> okay. I'm loving that. Uh, he email, he like he emailed a yeah. few weeks ago. He's like, "Do you want to come to the premiere of my web series?" And we said, "No." Did we, were, we? No, we were both busy. I didn't. I also. I just want to point out. I didn't know about this till before the show. <laughs> okay, right. I went to you went to the Weekly Planet email, and I did. I did not check that email. Okay, great. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's on Grouse House, which yep. is um, Auntie Donna's YouTube. That's Second right. YouTube channel mm-hmm. where they're doing kind of like emerging emerging artists and, and, and web series and all sorts yeah. of like interesting stuff. Mm. Uh, it's a good series. It's very funny. Absolutely. Yeah, I know so why where I, can I find that? What was the name of it? Just to be clarified. It's called How it. To Be Wellness. Yeah, it's really fun. But if you um, just want to go to Grouse House TV on, uh, on yeah. YouTube, it's all on there. That's right. It features some of our favorites. You'll yep. see Ben Russell. You'll see uh, you'll see uh, Brodden, Brodden Kelly. Brodden Kelly. Awesome. Lots of people. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, yeah. Really funny. And it's also like even though he emailed and whatever, this is already a great thing. Yeah. That, we, that we knew about. <laughs> we already knew. We already knew. Get off our backs, uh, so, God. Yeah, definitely check it out. Uh, one of the the one of the well, we talked about this before the show, but pretending not to see someone you know is a great start. <laughs> a great concept. I agree. Yeah, it's my entire life. Maybe we should check that out. I think. Maybe uh, we, also mm. on YouTube, um, I've been watching a YouTube channel called The Bad Movie Bible. Are you familiar? With no. This? So there's a book called The Bad Movie Bible. Okay. Um, and it's about, as you might imagine. Movies that are so bad. Movies about the Bible. Exactly. That's right. That Charlton Heston one. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, the, yeah. The Russell Crowe Noah movie. 
The one where Jesus gets beaten to death for four and a half hours with Mel Gibson directing. Oh, yep, all those ones. The classics. All the, the greats. Yeah. But anyway, it's by a film critic called Rob Hill, and he also has a yep. YouTube channel called The Bad Movie Bible where he talks about bad movies. But he has a series called Borrowing Blockbusters. Borrowing Blockbusters? Borrowing Blockbusters. Okay. And it's about each episode is about, like, every movie from around the world that is copying, like, Aliens or every movie around the world that copied uh, uh, Die Hard, yeah. for example. And they're really interesting. Die Hard 2. Die Hard 2, for example, you know. Yeah. All, all that stuff. That's a good idea. I um, like that. Mm. But, yeah, I think they're like yeah, like knockoffs of Aliens, Aliens, uh, Star Wars, you know, and so on and so forth. Yeah, absolutely. So it's fun because, you know, and a lot of them like straight to video. Yeah, sure. And a lot of them are like from, you know, China or India or Hong yeah. Kong or it's something like It's like it's Indian Superman, whatever. Exactly. Yeah. But I think they're really interesting. I think, think they're not. Check I think they're not out. interesting. Mm. Having not seen this, I don't okay, think it's interesting. <laughs> okay, great. Terrific. Yeah. Uh, and I've watched some episodes of Loki, but I'm still too behind. Did you want to spoil Loki? Let's spoil are you, Loki. Are you all about, you're all about spoiling Loki? Fuck it. Let's do it. Okay, then. Great. Now, normally we do a video on this, but who cares at this point? Wow. Um, I thought it was a pretty strong series, though, all in all. I don't know if I enjoyed it as much as the second, the first series, but I will say that, like, it does feel like, maybe I did, it does feel like that, because the, the creatives behind it have said, like, this is supposed to be two series and this is the story. And it definitely feels like that. Okay. Like there is an open-endedness to the end of it, like right. certain elements of things and people that could show up. Uh-huh. But it really feels like, no, this was like, this wasn't a wishy-washy kind of whatever and we'll okay. fix it in post and, yeah, right. I don't know, we'll change the ending at the last minute to a big punch-up on the sun or something. <laughs> sure. like it's, well, that would be awesome, <laughs> It though. would be awesome. It would be awesome and epic. But it ends like a, in a couple of interesting ways. One, that this variation on Loki, who's not the original uh, Loki because the original Loki dies, um, people know this, yeah. I assume. Yeah. So this guy, he but learned, he's basically the original he's basically Loki because he watched a video about the original video. about the original Loki's life, and he went, "Oh, I'm, like, I'm up to speed now." Yeah, I get and it. I've learned all the moral I lessons have he learned. Empathy so. and I'm alive. Yeah, I'm two things. Yeah, yeah. Um. So at the end, so basically, it turns out that the he who remains, mm-hmm. uh, one who one of the Kangs, you know, the guy that they killed in the first end yes. of the series, he knew that was going to happen, and basically, it got stuck in this kind of perpetual time loop where Loki harnessed his. Time skipping powers where he'd go to any point in time, right? Okay. And stop time and do all sorts of time related things. So Loki's trying to go back and basically fix the timelines from collapsing in on themselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But in doing so, like the, uh, the, the ultimatum is like he has to stop he who remains from being killed. Okay. And that guy knew that. Like he always knew that even though Sylvie stabbed him, that Loki would have, would have to, to come him. back and save him at some point. Okay. But Loki figures out that because he's a big time god, that um, he basically changes the whole multiverse thing and he uh, he grabs all the different timelines and he reignites them and then he has a big Loki gown and, and outfit and hat. Okay. And he wraps all the kind of um, the, the time things. Are you just reading from the script? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These are all the things that Owen Wilson is saying <laughs> towards the end of the show. And then he sits uh, in the middle. He's got of- a gown and a hat. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and he sits in a big time tree okay. and all the timelines are around him. So Loki's... Role in the universe now, or well, this version is like the guardian of the multiverse. Okay, sure. And in doing so, also he basically circumvented everything that Kang and various Kangs were trying to do. Well, isn't that convenient? Well, it also says at the end that like I think we've fixed all the Kang stuff. Terrific. But, but maybe. Hang we'll on, what see. do you mean by that? Well, because they, they go all the Kang variants are being watched and under control, and we oh, go that's and convenient. We, and we got all this. infinite of them, all infinity of them. Yeah, they got it. Oh, that's great. So, uh, and Victor Timely, they stop him from getting the TVA book 
So none of that happens. Okay, all right. Um, so he doesn't he, get turned into spaghetti. Yeah, but he's also – well, he does. In the last episode, he gets spaghetti, spaghetti like fight against thousands of times or oh, whatever. Oh, no. Yeah, there's a lot – it's interesting the way they play with time in the last episode because the first thing Loki tries to do is, like, use the Victor Timely device to set it within the multiverse thing and, like – redirect the flow okay and he's like he's trying to figure out how to do it and he's like doesn't have enough time so he says to kahi kwan's character can you teach me about like astrophysics or whatever how long did this take and he's like i don't know like a lifetime and loki's like great so loki <laughs> goes back in time and learns like a lifetime's worth of like astrophysics oh, and bill and ted's stuff. bogus journey yeah basically style. but it happens in, like a second yeah like right. it just cuts the next that's what happens in bill and ted's bogus yes exactly journey. they go and learn how to yeah. play guitar and anyway, they come back with big long beards anyway it doesn't work but oh, um, no. but it's fun. Like it just all these he spends like who who knows how much time like trying to fix it at different points. Groundhog and, Day style. Yeah, it's really fun. Okay. Um. So yeah, if you were like maybe down on Captain Marvel or like you know, which again we weren't, but or just a sad sack generally. Yeah. Then this is um. I think this is a okay. This clearly again like they thought about it. It it feels like two seasons. It feels like the end of. Like it could be the end of Loki. It won't be, but it could be the end of Loki. Do you feel like Sylvie got a little bit underused in the second I'd season? I'd say so, yeah. yeah. And it's a wig. I found out, I saw it on Instagram, it's a wig. Who are you talking to? So, you. Who are you talking about? Sylvie, it's a wig. Oh. It's a mullet wig. Okay. Yeah. Great. What do you think of that? I think that's great. Oh, it tricks me. Because yeah. you couldn't see the hairline. Yeah, yeah, that's how they it's do it. It's Captain Marvel wearing a wig, by the way, mm, in the late, yeah, latest yeah, movie. Yeah. yeah. But I, no, I thought it was really good. And Kang is dead, maybe, mm. depending what happens in real life. Yeah. <laughs> So what do you think of that, Mason? You're going to watch it or are you just going to – Yeah, I'll, I'll finish it off. Yeah, you should. It's fun. <laughs> okay, it's, good. it's a good aesthetic. Uh-huh. And, um... Also, you described it badly, so I still have no idea what happened. <laughs> so I ex- described it perfectly, Mason. I think everybody will – You got a wig and a gown. <laughs> you didn't so have a wig. So thanks for the spoilers. <laughs> you didn't have a wig. Get out. Okay. You had a big time hat probably. Okay, sure. Yeah. So anyway, Loki's... Loki use the time hat. Okay. Um, wow. Anyway, so wow. he's, he's sitting wow. in a, Loki's sitting in a tree. Okay, great. Like Is a, it the world tree? Yeah, some kind of weird egg yeah, yeah, I don't fucking know. You know. I don't, Mason. Right. I don't and it doesn't matter. Okay. You, you watch it anything You else? don't and it does matter. <laughs> uh, I started listening to Matthew Perry's autobiography. Oh, yeah. Um, you were listening to Matthew Newton's autobiography. Is that what you said? Matthew Perry. You said Matthew Newton. No, I said Matthew Perry. <laughs> no. I did. <laughs> anyway. Why would you listen to Matthew Newton's autobiography? <laughs> what am I doing? I don't know. That's a local reference. Um, yeah. Because he's uh, terrible, is yes. what I'm saying. Not Matthew, Matthew, you, not Matthew Perry. No, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, because, I don't know if you know, this is not an ad for Spotify. Yeah. But uh, if you're on Spotify Premium, you get 15 hours of free audiobooks a month. Sick. Or Yeah. It's not a ton, admittedly. You don't think it's enough? But it's, uh, you know, it'll do. Yeah, it'll do, will it? <laughs> I think what happened is they were like, hey, we've got audiobooks and you can buy them. And people yeah. went, we're not interested. And they went, what if we give you some free stuff? Yeah. They were like, okay, well, now we're now interested. we're not interested at all. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. And ha- and he he narrates it. I he assume. does. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. It's okay. Interesting. It's very you know you you understand how he got into the space he got into. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh yeah. You were telling me before the show some pretty mm. fucked up stuff, man. Yeah. Tell you what. Whoa. Uh, should we move it along? Yeah. It's time for lettuce. Let's do it. I'm gonna do this through my new phone. Let's see how it works. Probably worse. Let's find out. The classic one was the Jesus. Mel Gibson's Jesus, that was loud. We're gonna hear right now. We're gonna do letters. Not an ad. Yeah. That's an insane speaker. Ah. What are you doing? I don't know. I clicked the wrong thing. Get your phone in check. The Michael Bay Transformers series Caravan of Garbage. Get your ducks in a row. That that every point of this phone is a speaker. (laughs) Like I'm like, ah, it's coming out of every point. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's like vomiting from both ends. That's right. Wait. Is that? 
Doesn't matter. Mason, this is the latest segment of the show. If you do want to reach us through hashtag weeklyplanetpod on Twitter. That's right. Do you have any Gmails? Oh, I've got some or Gmails. Or weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. I've got all that stuff. While you're doing that, Brother. I can do this one if you want. Okay, great. Uh, this is from I Watch Stuff who says, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. The thing I loved about Loki season two, that they clearly had an idea of what the story wanted to tell, of the story they wanted to tell, how they wanted to tell it, and then actually did it. You can't tell a story like this without actually planning, which is what has been missing from Marvel lately. Mm, so true. Agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, great point. Big time. Mm. It's from Donald. Yes. Subject line, making my brother feel bad. Oh, I have is- a brother. Yeah. Not you. Oh, I have two other brothers. Wow. Yeah. Well, this is very relatable. Uh, Donald says, I'm a big sandwich subscriber, and at times I have thought about giving my brother, who is not a big sandwich subscriber, my login information so he can download content. However, I've refrained from doing so as I would not feel right about it. I've enjoyed your content since 2015 when I saw your cancelled Batman versus Superman animated video. Oh, yeah. Sean Willett's animation. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Since I've been a subscriber to Big Sandwich, I've enjoyed many hours of additional content. Can you please tell my brother that this is his message to subscribe and enjoy without being a freeloader? You can do that. Um, Also, we don't care. Yeah, you You can can give it to him. You can give it to him. Uh, But speaking of, here's another email from Lewis. Lewis! Hey, James and or Meso, how's it going? But we do appreciate the support. Absolutely. And your brother is a freeloader. That's true. That is correct. He's probably a freeloader in other aspects of your life. Definitely. Which is why you brought this up. Sometimes you might go to the fridge and you're out of margarine. Guess what? Your brother did that. That's right. Yeah. Because he's put a big sticker on there that says IOU. Yeah. Margarine, but I'll never pay it back. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, my name's Lewis from South Wales. I've been listening to the pod for about three years. It's gotten me through many a work day. I love I'm work. studying games art in university and recently found out that someone in my class also listens to the pod. Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. made me jump up in the air and do a little heel click with glee as I now have someone to talk about the pod with. Oh, delightful. Just wanted to say thanks for keeping me through the, uh, getting me through the last three years and for keeping me up to date with the latest Red Hot comic book movie news. P.S. I would also be really interested in seeing you two play through Five Nights at Freddy's at some point Whoa. as two people with very little exposure to the games. Funny, you should say that. It uh, is funny. This isn't week it? at BigSandwich.co, we did a Five Nights at Freddy playthrough, but also I, yeah, I got fucking jump scared in it. Why <laughs> like, did you? Ever? I did not, which I was not expecting. Because uh, yeah, anyway, that's a that's BigSandwich.co because we that's do right. video game let's plays there. Yeah, that's, that's right. mentioned, and, and that mm-hmm. that one's up there. Yeah, if you give a flip. I do give a flip. I know you Very do, much give a flip. Yeah. I got one here from Jeremy who says, hey, guys, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod, with the Doctor Who 60th. Okay, that's already sounding very sarcastic. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. With the Doctor Who 60th anniversary quickly approaching, I was wondering if you'd cover the multi-doctor comic, the four doctors for the book club. That or any of the multi-doctor stories could be good. I would, yeah, I'd, I've never read any Doctor Who comics. Would you do that, Mason? I would do that, I'd sure. put it tentatively in the mm. Big Sandwich file. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The four Doctor Who's. Okay. <laughs> Which four Doctors is it? Probably the first four. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> the uh, most boring four. William Hartnell, another guy, another William guy. William Hartnell again. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> the fourth guy. Yeah. What am I doing? Like a stagehand in a wig. Yep. Because yep. William Hartnell wasn't there. Wasn't, so they put him in a cloak. Wasn't the fucking um, something, didn't that happen? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, yeah. Somebody owns the rights to the original Doctor Who or something? Something like that, yeah. yeah. And he's... he's um, and he doesn't like that the new Doctor Who's woke or something. So he's like, I'll never, oh, is that why? I'll never allow you to have D- Doctor Who on the... Oh, I thought he was doing it for, like, like other reasons. <laughs> no, there's a guy... Somebody owns... The way that ownership and writing for TV stuff works in England is different to other places. And I, if I remember correctly, the, some of the, one of the original Doctor Who serials is owned by the son of the original writer. Oh, okay. And he's like, everything's too woke and I won't allow you to put it on TV or whatever. They would never allow that to happen now, like a writer no. to hold the rights to like God, something like that. damn. Anyway, God bless this man. He's doing the Lord's work. <laughs> um, uh, here's one more email. Yeah. This is from Jordan. Finding new comics to read. 
Hey guys, been listening to the show off and on since my last year of high school and I'm now five years into my first full-time job. Well, congratulations, happy birthday. You're very welcome. I can feel myself becoming less like Mason and more like James every day. Nice. What does that mean? That's what happens to you. That's true, actually. Yeah. I feel myself becoming more like James every day too. (laughs) And Uh, I feel like a worse version of myself. Oh no! Yeah. Does that mean one day I'll feel like a worse version of you? Yes. Oh no! But I'll be dead. Oh, then that's great. Jordan says, you both always seem to have a different comic series you've started reading or are continuing to read, and I was wondering how you manage to keep up with what's coming out and how you find as many things as you do to read. A lot of it is recommendations. Yeah. A lot of it's from you. You're like, did you read this? And I'm like, no, and then I read it. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know what I do? A few, a few things. On the uh, Planet Broadcasting Great Mace Facebook Oh, that's a good one. That's someone, a good one. and I don't have their name here, but thank you for doing this. Who are you? Every week they put up a, 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 like a new comic book release yes. uh, post. Because they and come it, out Wednesdays. Yeah, normally, and it's yeah. basically just a bunch of covers of what is coming out that week. Yeah. And I just look at and I just look at the interesting covers and I go, that looks pretty interesting. Yeah. And a lot, you know, it could be DC stuff or Marvel, but it's also like independent stuff and mm. image and all that sort of stuff. And generally I just go buy the covers. Yeah. What I often do is I'll You're a simple man. I'm a simple man, I'm a simple ton. And I will just look at the covers and go, that's cool. And maybe I'll Google it and and see if it's something. Something interesting. Um off there's there's uh, other recommendations if you want to follow Comic Tropes on yep. Twitter, also one. on YouTube, but he will often go, he'll put up a photo, New Comic Day, here's what I got, and I'm like, I trust his recommendations, that'll be good. So whatever whatever he's reading. Yes, uh, yes. Also, uh, Casually Comics on YouTube. Oh, yep, okay. Uh, her name's Sasha, I think, and she yep. recommends comics a lot of the time. Like that. I think I'm yeah, subscribed yeah. to her, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's... And often just Twitter, will it'll just... Just if it's stuff working. will pop up. If it's working, we'll just pop up like an interesting thing. Oh, yeah, and subscribe like, to Casually Comics, yeah. Yeah, nice. Mm. Good, good, good. Um, just all that stuff. Yeah, just all the things that you can imagine. Yeah. Or just go past your local comic book store and they might have some stuff in the window. Just pop go your on. head in. Pop your head in. Pop your head in. Pop your head in. Get into an argument with the clerk That's who right works in. there yeah. about Frank Miller or whatever. <laughs> That's right. They love that. In Melbourne, we have Comics R Us in the city and we also have Minotaur, which is a kind of a, yeah. you know. And we have Toys R Us. We do not have Toys R Us. Don't we? No. We should get that. Okay, great. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, a lot of the time, and it's not the best way to do it, like I'll just go to Comixology, which is a website they have absolutely broken. Mm. And, and see what's on the front page? Just have a poke around. And, yeah. Well, I don't even go to the front page. I go to like, well, like what's out this week? And I go through like the extensive list. And normally in the middle, there's like a hundred romance anime comics. Okay. Like just sure. a block that you got to like just scroll through. Yeah, and they're going to be romance. And I love romance. Well, I was going to say. But not in my comic books. Right. Yeah. Uh, I got another one here. Go on. And it's actually a big deal. Okay. Actually, no, it's not. <laughs> it's a small deal? No, it's just it's like a medium-sized deal. Medium-sized deal. This is from William Robinson who says, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Hi, James and Mesa. That's us. Congrats on flying past episode 500. My friend's going to Melbourne and Sydney for a few weeks. Told her to watch out for a bit bearded men on trams. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any essential food drink recommendations? Bear in mind she loves milkshakes specifically. Thank you. Well, a milkshake might be. Oh, let's start there. Get a, get a milkshake from a milkshake McDonald's? store. Yeah. Get a McDonald's, <laughs> get a McDonald's, get a McDonald's thick shake and wait for it to melt. Exactly. And then it's a milkshake. And then throw it at a car. <laughs> throw it at a car. <laughs> I, that's what I assume she's when, – yeah. when they say loved milkshakes, I assume Love they mean milkshakes throw, and cars. throw them at cars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's a sign of affection in Melbourne. Absolutely. A sign of solidarity, you know. Um, recently, I've been here a few times, but um, – it's a more of a chain thing situation. Is it around the world? It might be Fonda. I quite like it's like a Mexican Mexican like, place. Sure, it's like it's sort of fast food, but it's sort of not. And it's um, I just like their food. Interesting. It's sort of fast food. Oh, I say that because it's actually like genuinely good. Oh. Yeah. Do you like Fonda? Yes. Good. Um, 
That's something I went to recently. What would you recommend? You're a man about town. You're always in the city. You're always at Flinders Street Station. I'm always at Flinders Street Station. Dressed as a goth. (laughs) I was going to say hanging out with the goths. (laughs) Um, Great question. Uh, Well, at the top of the Burke Street, there's a place called Butcher's Diner. Oh, yeah. I've mentioned that in the past. Uh, Listener Harry works there. Oh, that's right. Say uh, Weekly Planet Senior, and they'll be like, what are you talking about? Harry's not on today. You know, and you'll get ejected. (laughs) That's right. Um, There's that Meatballs place. That's good. Just sells meatballs. Oh, yeah. It's got, like meatballs or whatever. Oh, my CBD. God, yeah. Um, There's also a place, uh, it's called Rocco's Bologna. Yeah. Rocco's Bologna, I guess. Oh. That's in, uh, that's in uh, on Gertrude Street. That's really good. They'll give you meat, but that's the best meatball sub in the city. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. I actually, I caught up recently with our good friend Hollywood Pete. Oh, yeah. And he recommended. We and he rec- a- probably recommended somewhere bloody bougie, didn't he? It was very bougie. Yeah. It was great, though. It was, um, I'm going to find it, what, what the name of it, because it was really good. Uh, it was called Yakimono. It's on um, 80 Collins Street, and it's Japanese food, and they do, like, amazing drinks. Um, oh. We were drinking whiskey sours together. Oh, here we, we did, go. like, a, a Japanese spin on it. Wow. So I would highly recommend that place. That place was fucking unreal, wow. Yakimono. I don't know uh, if they do milkshakes. Yeah. But if you – they might make it for you, especially if you ask them you – tell them you're going to throw it yeah. in a car. Uh, there's a place in Carlton called Shooter McGavins. Oh, yeah. Named like after the guy. Yeah, from the guy. They, it's a sandwich shop, and it's really good. Yeah. They do, they'll do your fish and chip sandwich. Yeah, okay. Out of this world. I'm out loving, of this world? That's out of this world. I'm loving What's it. the bread made of? Regular bread. What kind of bread? Uh, meteor bread. Meteor bread? Yep. What does that mean? <laughs> no, I don't know. I said it was out of this world, so I sort of had to. <laughs> oh, had to that's great. I had to do my best there. Just I didn't know you were doing jokes still. <laughs> no. Well, that's my last one, so. <laughs> sure. Never again. Don't worry. Never again. I hope not. Yeah. Um, I think that's the show then. Yeah. Next week, we're doing Hunger Games, baby. Oh, yeah. It's, the, it's an okay Hunger Games prequel, apparently. It's t- too it. long, maybe. <laughs> that's what they say. People are saying a lot of stuff. They certainly are. Mm. Um, what do you got, Mason, in terms of landing the show? Oh, folks, thank you so much for listening. We very much appreciate it. We uh, do, actually. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for telling your friends because that's how we get new listeners. And thank you for leaving a five-star review in-app on your podcast catcher of choice. And if you do that, James will read it out probably, maybe. That's right. I'll read it out just like this one from A.B who says, The irreverent Aussie humour. Discovered your show on YouTube during the pandemic shutdowns in NYC and subsequently the podcast. And I've been living in the States for about 16 years enjoying the two-year period that I couldn't get back home. It helped me with the homesickness and hanging out and watching movie marathons and talking general nerd-related stuff with my best mate back home. Tune in from NYC every week and love the Aussie banter back and forth. Up there with Red Letter Media as my favourite adjacent commentary. Cheers, guys. This one's from Nake Ranger. I love that. It says, nothing bad happened to me listening to this podcast. I've been listening to this show for long enough to know that I can definitely say it's good luck. Only good things have happened to me when I listen to Nick and James argue back and forth like my two dads that have been together for way too long. We're brothers. No, we're not brothers. <laughs> I only wish I had passion in my life that James has for Elon. Great podcast and great blokes. I don't like that. He's misinterpreted. I don't like him. I don't like him in his stupid truck. You do like him, though, don't you? I like that people are going to buy that. I enjoy yeah, that's that. True. If you're a moron. Check out, this, check out this meatball sub. Oh, wow. That's just a porno. <laughs> Mason's showing me pornos on the podcast, Mason. <laughs> oh, no. It's not allowed. It's rude. No, I'm showing you a delicious meatball sub. <laughs> it's true, yes. Yeah, yeah. That does yeah. look really good. I'm going to get one tomorrow. <laughs> sure. Anyway. Jeez. Mind your business. <laughs> Through the end of the I show. I was going to say. <laughs> Stay out of it. Okay. <laughs> What's your last lungs die of? Uh, Whatever you've got now. Whatever i got bloody now, mate. And then you got that rich person surgery where you got somebody else's lungs and put the lungs in you. That's right. Oh. Yeah. That's I just, great. I just do it every week. Folks, if you want to get into contact with us, you can go to weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. You can go to the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group. You can go to the Weekly Planet subreddit and Discord. I believe it. That's You can do that uh, for fun civil discussion about podcasts and pop culture. That's right. Keep it nice or you're out. Yeah. That's what we say. Uh, it's an echo chamber, actually. Good. Good. We like that. 
fuck off. Yeah. Oh, an echo, an echo chamber of my beautiful voice. Don't mind if I do. Let's see. Uh, if you want to uh, follow some people on the socials, first follow our friend Rob Collings. He's at Rob Collings on Twitter. He's at the Weekly Planet on Twitter. He'll keep you up to date on all the Weekly Planet comings and goings. Oh, wow. You can follow me, uh, Wikipedia Brown, on uh, Twitter, Nick Mason on Instagram. James is Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Um, Every day. Let me think. Oh, also, thank you to uh, Sarabi and Maisie and Fidel for oh, uh, keeping the peace God. over at uh, those uh, subreddits and discords and doing all sorts of TikToks and Because if, if they don't keep the peace, they're out. That's right. <laughs> no. Not fired, but they're out of the group. That's right. Yeah. They still have to moderate, but they're not allowed in. <laughs> um, they, they, they're doing great work also. They certainly are. Uh, let me think. Uh, thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk and uh, Rackham for all the musical themes. Whoa. T-shirts are at tpublic.com. T-public. Search for the Weekly Planet. Uh, but if you want to support the show, otherwise you go to patreon.com slash Movies. Chuck in a buck. You're a man you would not miss. Chuck in a dollar. Or you can go to bigsandwich.co for nine US dollars per month. Bonus podcast, movie commentaries, early videos, video game Let's Plays, the yeah, aforementioned man. Five Nights at Freddy's video. Listen to yes. James get spooked. Yeah. Like an I, easily spooked. I went, ah, and then yeah. I was embarrassed. Yeah. yeah. I was embarrassed for you. Secondhand <laughs> embarrassment. That's what the kids call cringe. It's true. That's uh, right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's the whole show. Next week, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Woo. Can't wait. We just finished the Hunger Games series on Caravan of Garbage, di- diminishing returns in terms of views. Not oh, no. Points, yeah. <laughs> but we're starting the MonsterVerse this week. That's right. We're in Godzilla 2014, and we're going to do the, the four current MonsterVerse movies. I love that. Which has been fun to revisit until we get to some of them, the third one, <laughs> yeah. which is not as fun. It's pretty fun. It's not as fun, yeah, though. Yeah, it's not like, woo, is it? No, it's like, okay. Yeah, it's like, I think what happened there is Kong Skull Island is fun. It's fun in like yeah. a woo way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And the, and at the end of the first one, that's the bit where Godzilla tears her fucking head off and whatever. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. that's fun. That's fun. Yeah. That's fun. All right. Thanks, everyone. No more fun. No more fun. No now. more fun for the week. We don't want that. Grab that, Jamie, guys. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.